Simpsons Index, an online spreadsheet that is also a podcast. This is the podcast. Coming at you from the dank in Newtown, this is the Simpsons Index, and I am your host, Elliot J. O'Neill. And joining me in the dank today for episode 41 is... In a war-torn world, there was a single flower blooms, and that flower is an angry Japanese monster named Godzilla. And... Hello! And finally... Hi, it's Attorney at Law Lionel Hutz. Podcast reviewed in half an hour, all your pizza's free. <laughs> That's a good deal. All right, and for long-time listeners, you'll know these familiar voices as Danny, Shez, and Beach. No. And yes, this is The Simpsons Index, the podcast where we review three episodes of Simpsons at a time. The catch is they each all come from a different decade. <gasps> surprise, surprise. You don't say. <laughs> Aroused gasp. Uh, <laughs> Is that what that sounds like? <laughs> Disappointed! <laughs> and Kevin Sorbo's joined us today. Space! And Tim Curry. Wow, this is a star started lineup. I, want- oh, I thought you had Tim Curry space. It's my favourite thing. Space! <laughs> we watched an episode from the HD era. It was season 21, episode 9, titled Thursdays with Abby. Abby. Abby? <laughs> oh, that would have been such enough. a better title, like Dear Abby. Have they done that before? Uh, n- no, uh, they uh, reference the title in the episode later on with Thursdays with Mori. I'm guessing that's where it comes from. I don't know what that is. Do your research, fucking asshole. Um, and this was released originally in January 2010, and it was written by Don Payne and Mitchell Glauser. Guys, Thursdays with Abby, what did you think? I'm full of disappoint. <laughs> no meant. No, just disappoint. I didn't mind it. It wasn't great. It was just good. Like Good Friday. It's just good. Sure. Not even quite good, but I'll say it's good. I normally say, well, I don't know about you guys, but I quite enjoyed it. But I didn't quite enjoy it. I just sort of, yeah, I sort of enjoyed it. It exists. Yeah, I okayed it. Like, there were parts that were good and maybe even parts that'll stick in my mind and become quotable, but ultimately it was a pretty bumpy ride. It didn't kick me in the balls. This is going back to what I was saying last time I was on the podcast about the HD era. As soon as you get a reasonably okay one, you think it's good. Yeah. Because mm. <laughs> you're expecting it to be fucking awful. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're just expecting it to be wa- uh, Lady Gaga waving your boobs in front of your face. But yeah. no, mm-hmm. this one was very um, not that. Yeah. Indeed. So I suppose it was reasonable. So put that on the front of a DVD box. It's and not it. Lady Gaga waving her boobs <laughs> in your face. <laughs> so the episode starts out, um, the Simpsons family are going to the aquarium. And what do you guys think of the first joke with Marge and the photos? Um, what was the point? Was, it, was it like one of those dragged out jokes? Like yeah. the yeah. guy yep. with a knee? I took a photo of the, the, the fat kid eating an ice cream, the, the, the Spanish uh, warning instructions, and five other things. And then, whoops, deleted them all. Yeah. It reminded me of uh, the one thought I had about it was that it runs in the Bouvier family because like, it reminded me of Patty and Selma the doing a terrible shows. holiday slideshow. Ah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I do I do really like Homer's line where he's like, it's like an amusement park without any of the good rides or like an aquarium without any of the good fish. Mm. Mm. <laughs> but ample parking. Yeah. Yes, and ample <laughs> is a word that I have only ever heard used preceding parking, parking or bosom. Or bosom. <laughs> <laughs> What else do you need? Exactly. <laughs> okay. Mm. Uh, wow, wow. Hardcore pop quiz. What would you prefer? Ample parking or ample bosom? Oh, God. Mm. 
That's a tall. I'll get I, back I to know, you. I know. I know. But if there's it. ample bosom but nowhere to park, what are you going to do with it? <laughs> you can't take it out anywhere. Just drive it in circles. <laughs> I think all of you need to get out more, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> We've been inside podcasting too long. Mm. There's an outdoor. Um, I didn't mind the gag with the uh, aquarium sign flipping from, look at all these amazing fish. Try the buffet. And it was the same outline of the fish. I thought that was clever. And also, did you notice the previous sign gag, Wet and Wacky World, formerly John F. Kennedy Naval Museum? <laughs> I did not see that. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't like how Bart went to the Lost and Found. That's not how Lost and Founds work. Yeah, it's just a big bucket and he pulls something out of it. Like, ha, 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 like, yeah, it said sexy grandpa. Joke. I guess if you want to call that a joke, that's fine. And they did this thing here where they extended the joke unnecessarily with Homer and the bathing suit thing. It yeah. was funny where he was like, oh, we need to go to the splash zone. I've got my bathing suit underneath. And then later on, he takes his clothes off. Whoops, no bathing suit. Wop, wop, yeah. Might have been yeah. funny, but yeah, the delivery was pretty lame. It was. And then, because they're leaving Grandpa behind on like a bench that looks like a shark. and you know, like, Yes, because uh, uh, Grandpa's rambling too much. You go ramble yeah, on the bench, yeah. Grandpa. So, you know that moment, and maybe you don't, where you're in the discussion about the episode and you just, you feel your rank lock in permanently? It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty early in the discussion. It just happened. I always <laughs> find mine dropping once as, as soon as you guys dropping, start talking. yeah, but no, this feels like it's just been like slotted in. And I'm like, yep, that's where that's sitting now. Forever, mm. there's no way out of there. I wonder what it is. But to earn the key of unlocking Beej's rank, we must Stay get tuned. through the review. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you guys think of the Slimu bits? I forgot them. I was bored. If I thought they were going to go into a Lisa B story. Yeah. It, didn't yeah. It felt yeah. Like it really felt like they were talking about how cruel they were treating the, 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 the octopus. They were doing a lot of this sort of just pushing him onto a pedestal and yeah. then poking him with sticks. Because they're mm. doing a whole Shamu trick uh, mm. performance, and but it's a squid... Um, but yeah, it, it felt like the setup for nothing because everyone's like, oh, like they do cut to reaction shots of Lisa being, oh, that's so cruel, but then nothing comes of it. Yeah, nothing happens. So yeah, they left uh, Abe Simpson, Grandpa, they left Grandpa on the bench rambling and raving and then uh, a journalist happens by. Does anyone remember his name or do we just call him the journalist? Hey, Marcus. Maxwell Goldman. Goldsman. Marcus Goldman? Marcus something. The journalist. To be the fair, journalist. you could have just said his name was John Q. Kissenhauer and I would have believed you because I don't His remember. name was John Q. Kissenhauer. This was a test and you passed. Fuck it, I am undefeated. <laughs> and that's the end of Simpsons trivia for this week. Yeah. So John Q. Kissenhauer comes and finds Abe on a park bench. Yeah, and they do this like whole uh, romantic sort of implication with Abe in his head going, oh, play it cool, someone yep. wants to talk to you. Yep. What, uh, like, uh. That, was, that was a fair enough joke, but... He's yeah. a lonely man. He's getting contact. There, there is definitely sort of, uh, th- there is a parallel between a relationship with another man, sure, and a relationship with a woman. And there's a callback to you know all the times he's been ignored. This is a grandpa staple at this point. Mm. Yeah, I actually thought for like uh, the episode's faults that they actually did do a good job of reinforcing this old stereotype um, pretty organically. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Like and something it, we all know about Grandpa inherit to his character, but sort of reinforcing it for the purpose of the episode. And I would think you get enough in context to know that, even if this is your first episode ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it should. I know be, when though. someone actually pays attention to my stories, I get giddy as a schoolgirl. <laughs> I know. I, that's why I pay attention. To <laughs> you, <laughs> Shut up, and Shay. so on. <laughs> um, I love this whole flashback bit, though. Yes. Uh, starting out on the USS World War One. Yeah. <laughs> I love the war music with like the snare drum rolls and yeah. stuff. It's like an episode of Jag. 
But yeah, and the, the torpedo that they launched the previous day mm. that fired back on themselves. Yeah. <laughs> Them learning to ride sharks. And oh, yeah. Yeah. By um, the time they picked us up, we trained those sharks pretty good. Yeah. So I'm confused. Is Grandpa in the Navy or the Air Force he's or in, the Army? Because he's, he's been what, in all three at some point. He's been in he all three at be. some point. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever the, the story needs. General military story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. when an old person is in the war, they don't, you know, it's whatever they need to tell about. The only thing that I thought was kind of a bit eh was when they had the sharks uh, spell out SOS and then it, it zooms out. Yeah. So sorry to disturb you, but we need to be rescued. First problem, they totally shifted the uh, the second S, is, S to yep. move out so oh, it was more separated. And also Futurama did it. Futurama did it, yeah. Yeah. Take that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And so this is when the B story kicks in. We might just just talk about all the B story now, mm, just to yep. rip off that band-aid. Mm-hmm. Larry the Lamb. Yeah, so uh, Bart's class has Larry the Lamb, the school mascot that the kids get to take home every weekend. And, oh, what do you know? Even though Bart's the only one in the class that doesn't care, Krabappel pulls his name out of the cup, and then it's, oh, you got to take Larry home. and Yeah, and fill out his diary. And another bit that bugged me here was, like, Oh, and here's Martin's entry from last week, and he took the lamb skydiving. Okay, <laughs> kids can't go skydiving, one, unassisted, two. Uh, lambs can't use a parachute, <laughs> three. Yeah, that lamb is dead. They're all dead. Oh, they? you guys. You guys. <laughs> uh, did Martin hold the phone that took the selfie, or did his, his diving instructor take the selfie? I uh, think mo- both Diving Martin's. instructor. Yeah. Must yeah. have been. Anyway, the joke that I really liked with Larry the Lamb <laughs> Thank you. was a... Uh, in in the background joke, the, the one crossover between the two stories mm-hmm. was when Homer was complaining about Grandpa being famous and blah, 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 blah. And in the background, you've got Bart frying Larry the Lamb. Oh, yeah. 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 That I, was good. That's probably the, the my favorite part of the episode. It was just sad. straight out, like, pointlessly malevolent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, just just mindless as well. I love it. Gotta um, do something with this lamb. I really didn't like uh, Nelson bullying Bart about it, like... I mean, Nelson loving the lamb, that was a nice bit. When he went, mm-hmm. he's all like, oh, if the lamb disappears, I'm going to go so crazy. People ain't seen how crazy I'm going to mm. go. That was kind of cool and yeah. dark. The whole d- b- background turns black on him when he's doing Yeah. yeah. But then when he was in love a little lamb. <laughs> dark as shit. <laughs> okay, everyone at home, um, make a clip of that and then just play that at like a very low volume yeah. in, <laughs> in the Elliot room of someone remix. you hate. Remix. <laughs> um, uh, but I really didn't like the way that he was like towering over Bart's shoulder being all like, oh, more adjectives. No, that's an adverb. Nelson doesn't know that shit. No. Nelson doesn't care about that shit. No. Nope. Yeah, Nelson's all, you know, going to punch you in the crap factory. He's not... He doesn't give. He doesn't know what an adverb adjective is. Neither does Bart. No mm. one really knows what mm. adverbs and adjectives are. Words. Scholars maintain yeah. that the meanings have been lost in the mists of time. Words <laughs> don't mean anything. An it's old a wooden ship. <laughs> <laughs> Diversity. Which one of those was the adverb and which was the adjective? <laughs> We're not getting into grammar lessons today. Good. <laughs> Larry's story, what annoyed me with this is that so if you're going back to the Nelson thing, there should have been a confrontation. Like, so many things happen in this episode where things are alluded to and then it doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. It yeah. happened with Slimu, happened with Nelson, yeah. and then yeah. nothing happened. Happened with Larry. Like, happened with Larry. Um, I, I, sorry, you listeners at home, I'm cutting to the end of the Larry bit. Mm, but do um, 
Yeah, because it was pretty boring. Uh, yeah. uh, Lisa drops him down the hole, down the sewer. There's the adventure down the sewer. That was kind of cool, exciting, yeah. sort of classic Simpsonsy stuff. Yeah, yeah. and then yep. escapes the rats and then escapes finds the, the rats, cats. Finds the cats, escapes the cats with Larry in the dramatic swing down the thing, which Larry was gets... such a Deus Ex uh, lamb move. Oh, <laughs> classic Deus Ex lamb. But um, <laughs> uh, Larry gets torn in half. Everyone saw it coming. They fly out the thing. Uh, not Krabappel. Agnes Skinner. Agnes, Agnes uh, is all like, I want to fuck them, this guy named Larry. Yeah, it was so weird. weird. Yeah, because it was a callback to when Lisa was talking about Larry as he just fell down the sewer. And then is there a resolution? I, I felt like Larry no, didn't get no. stitched together. They None. didn't go back to that class. There was no, no that end was, to that story. Nelson didn't I, beat the crap out of him. Nothing happened. No, I noticed uh, Larry the Lamb is just sitting stitched together on the couch uh, next to Grandpa while Homer's doing his uh, rant. But no classroom wrap-up. No. Yeah, no. That's poor writing, guys. Not you guys, those guys. <laughs> poor writing, guys. Yeah, it's a B story without a conclusion. You had a, you had a climax. You had a like uh, height of the complication. But then there's no conclusion to it. It's just... And everything's fine. Yeah. Mm. Did um. What about uh, uh, uh Wiggum being like, look, where are the above ground police? You need to talk to the sewer police. By the way, Lisa, you're old enough now. There are no sewer police. I like I- the beginning of that. It was like, ah, I'm the above ground police. You need to talk to the sewer police. That was kind of a good joke. Yeah, cut but, it there, right? Yeah, it was just it too just many more. Went beats. on. It was like, no, this is. And, like, he essentially said, fuck you to her at the end yeah. as well. Fuck you. Fuck your problems. I'm Chief Wiggum. Maybe you can go Wiggum out. <laughs> See, that would have been funny. Fuck yes. you, Lisa. I'm Wiggum. Wiggum out. Oh, I love it. Uh, but no, he was like, well, maybe if you hold your head over the toilet, you can hear Bart crying himself to sleep. Mm. Oh, that's right. Yeah, scream into a toilet. That's yeah. his fuck here. Um, the last thing I want to say about this Larry bit is the other thing I didn't like is Bart was so like cruel to the stuffed toy, you know, frying it, as yeah. you said before. Um using it as Santa's little helper's chew toy, yep. he showed no indication that he cared about um, the fact that other people liked the lamb. Mm. Yeah. If he wanted to really um, show that, it would have just been indifference. Like, he didn't notice that Santa's little helper had um, gotten it, or he didn't notice that all of a sudden Homer was frying it. Yeah. Or something By the like end, that. suddenly he did care about everyone else. He's yeah. like, well, yeah. I don't care, but everyone else does. Yeah, and then all of a sudden it's like... Why the turnaround? If it was at least yeah. a threat Why from Nelson, the and they didn't, enough. they didn't even turn that into a lesson learned. It was mm. just like, oh, no. okay, that's the way you feel. The yeah. end. No, it just got magically stitched together, and yeah, implied ending. Yeah, it's pretty much. I don't care about this thing. Hey, don't break it. Even though I was just breaking it. Oh, now I give a shit. Oh, it's over. Conclusion. Wig out. <laughs> yeah, Larry the Lamb storyline. Lame. <laughs> Larry Moving the Lame. Larry, oh. Yeah, switch yeah. that B for It's usually Elliot's job to make I those know, kinds of but jokes. But I'm scary when I say that because that was your fault. <laughs> <laughs> you set that up, but I just knocked it down. That I'm seems sorry. like victim blaming. <laughs> it is victim blaming. <laughs> like, In this context, how it's rude. True. Um, all right, so now let's uh, jump back to the A story. That's it for anyone else, Larry the Lamb. That was That's literally everything. Fuck Larry that the Lamb. Oh, we didn't talk about like. Uh, uh, Lisa's freaking out when she lost it and she like s- sticks cotton wool to toilet paper and then there's that shot of her just like stapling the bag closed with mania the staples ever who hasn't ever made a bag with staples just all over that shit yeah. just like nope you ain't <laughs> looking in there dual wielded staplers just oh, keep I know. Out of it. Yeah. <laughs> and the part where Ned Flanders tells uh, Homer that his dad's uh, been published in the paper I thought they again sort of had a good thing where Homer was like, oh, dad's interesting. Good. But then dragged it on too long with, I wonder if Kathy is funny. Nope. Yeah. Mm. Best yeah. part about that was the holding the Flanders family reunion mug. Oh, I didn't notice <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, I thought as he turned around, it with looked his cu- like he was trying, trying to, to turn hide it, it to hide but, it. Yeah, but, but then didn't. In the next yep. shot, he didn't. 
with his cup of bacon fat. Yeah. Not gonna lie, oh, I do yuck. like any digs made at the comic strip, Kathy, because Kathy is a bad comic strip. <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually know it. It's bad. I've uh, seen it once or twice. It's the Big it Bang Theory of comic strips. To oh. our Kathy strip reading audience. You guys got to read some better comics. I'm sorry. The Kathy Strip Index. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they're all shite. <laughs> they're all shite. But uh, is that the one from Thirty Rock where they go chocolate, chocolate, chocolate? Ah, yep. Yep. Okay. Now I know it. Yeah. So make that six times longer and the same punchline. That's what a Kathy Strip is. <sighs> Act two begins out with uh, Grandpa once again regaling the journalist, but this time with the story of the he was a shoe shine in like Hollywood or whatever. Shoe shine in the Springfield train station, and he serviced the train that was going to Hollywood. Yep. Underneath all this was the famous Chattanooga Choo Choo song. Yep. Classic. <laughs> Pardon me, <laughs> How does this one go again? I can never remember. I thought it was track 29. Shut the fuck up, Elliot. What was, what was the ad that used that song? Is SPC that a Golden fruit, Valley? Golden Valley fruit. Something Is that about a Golden that? Valley something? Choo-choo. Slippery little stucker. like some kind of fruit. <laughs> it had the awesome foursome rowing team. Yep. That was a terrible ad. <laughs> it's it's, it's hey, a tacky song. You remember it. Um, it's true. So I didn't really think much of the sight gags of like all the stars coming in and nah. doing a little animation and then moving on. This is the thing I'm known for. Yeah. Bye. I liked the newspaper that... Um, said bike wheels now the same size oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> i miss that that's, I miss good. That. that's good it's, no it's a classic farthings. bit in the simpsons that when you flash back you do some sort of weirdly overt thing it's the only yeah, thing yeah. anyone this generation remembers about the old generation they mm. had big wheels now they got small wheels what mm-hmm. actually yeah. i really wonder how that transition went how many of those celebrities could you name uh shirley temple charlie chaplin um i think there was a Abbott and Costello. Abbott and Costello. And yep. Fred Astaire. Uh, and then Frankenstein. Frankenstein's monster. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it was. The, I think it was the, the butler time. from the Adams family. Um, he was G- not. Jeeves. Lurch. Lurch. Wasn't Lurch? No, it wasn't Lurch. Oh, yeah. Maybe one of the monsters. Yeah. Yeah. Dead giveaway. Yep. Um, but I did like when Grandpa met Clark Gable and gave him Gone with the Wind. It was okay. Oh, come on. Clark Gable's delivery of, oh, I like this book. Okay, let's see. Garbage, garbage, my line, garbage, garbage. Yes, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like Clark Gable's voice wasn't really a good Clark Gable thing. Mm. It was just like, which of the which of the standard five Simpsons voices can we slot yeah. in here? Mm. Yeah, it just felt like Hank Azaria doing an old-timey voice. Mm. Yeah. That was retarded, by the way, because in the one sentence, he went, the most exciting thing that ever happened to me was meeting Clark Gable. Clark Gable, you're some guy from an extra in the thing. Why is that the most exciting thing? Yeah, it doesn't matter. You know what? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, uh, he finally got to tell the story that he could only tell 60 years later. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the, um, that means that him meeting the guy in the aquarium is the most exciting thing. 60 years ago, meeting an extra was not exciting. Ah, uh, you know, this isn't important. I'm getting distracted from the <laughs> point. I'm no, sorry. You know what? No, the, it's worth it, man. We know the most exciting thing to having a grandpa was the tontine from the Flying Hellfish. Oh, yeah. Hands down. We've seen it. It's amazing. The mm-hmm. Hellfish. Uh, and, uh, I feel like then we go, we cut back to grandpa and the journalist at the uh, retirement home. He's going on about something. The only part I really remember from this is uh, the guy, I can't remember what he says. This is what, how forgettable this episode is. 
Um, the journalist says something. They're all like, well, you better leave. And then Jasper and the rest of them are slowly advancing. Yeah. And keeps cutting back to him, like not reacting. Jasper's like, which I liked. I like Jasper mm-hmm. menacing someone in incredibly is slow time. Is <laughs> Jasper's mate gotten way more Jewish suddenly? Yeah, oh, he yeah. has as the years have gone on. Yeah. And it's be- it's become a thing that they make like really? ridiculous I, jokes about. Because like I, I never remember him as being Jewish. And now he's suddenly like, oh, a f- f- flechel. Yeah, that's when you take him a flechel and add a bit of flechel and yeah, a bit of crach. He, he always had the voice, mm. but they're putting more Jewish lines in there, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, yeah I that's suppose. right. Yeah, it used to be more subtle work. Like, hey, can your grandfather do this? Yeah. <laughs> mm. yeah. Oh, uh, your oh. great mercy. Yeah, what, what she used, used to be. be. <laughs> what she used and to be. And now the crazy old man singers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but there's a great one where there's the curfew episode where it ends with uh, everyone under... F- uh, 50 has a curfew and but has the pan out when he's like yeah. hey what do you do you kick my pill bottles into the storm drain <laughs> what are you doing do I, I need the, those when you got that machine and you're trying to breathe do I come along and kick it <laughs> wow but they're not like you know ah I get filter fish yeah. they're not yeah, it's, it's got just that tone a of funny voice, voice. yeah so they eventually throw out that journalist out of the retirement home. Yeah, which is a bit of a shame. I hate that it went from this him not being intimidated at all from their very slow approach to them him him being ejected. Yeah. Like I should have just been him like casually walking away. Yeah. Absolutely. But I felt like they did that just so they could cram a Ralph joke in it and it wasn't funny. I don't no. even remember it. Clouds are God sneezes. But why? That has nothing to do with anything. I'm postulating here because I don't really pay attention to American journalism, but if that was a real journalist, maybe we're making something about his puff pieces being just shitty articles that children are saying. Mm. And, yeah, I suppose. You know, yeah, instead maybe. of Kids saying like, the darndest things. Yeah, so maybe this guy is like, I, I, I actually don't know enough about him, but maybe he's always writing bullshit puff pieces. And and, and what better puff piece than a cloud? Yeah. yeah. True. Uh, when was the, this episode Beautiful. released? Beautiful magic. When was this episode? 2010. 7,012. No, I was just going to say, because there mm. was, I think, like 2005, there were two shows which just, don't kids say wacky shit. Yeah. It was like kids speak and kids say the darndest things. Yeah. Oh, with... Uh, Rapey yeah. McGee. Yeah. <laughs> Rapey McGee. Pretty mm. creepy Rapey McGee. Mm. Yeah. But, um, Billy Crystal. <laughs> oh, well, don't, let, don't besmirch Billy Crystal. Uh, Billy no. Holiday. Oh, come on, man. Get your Billy's right. Billy Elliot. <laughs> uh, the Homer and his commitment ring with his grandpa hated Stupid. that bit. Stupid. All right, let's move on from that now. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, the other thing I hated that they do a lot where um, Homer goes, how can anyone get mad at himself? And he launches into this oh, yeah. big emotional flipping. I'm mad at you. No, I'm really. But no, you're so cute. And then he breaks the mirror. And Lame. That's obnoxious. Would have been mm. enough to have him look at the mirror and be like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, I can be like. By now, it's a classic Homer trope, though. Yes. Mm. This is this is equivalent to him being like in my gumdrop hat on Lollipop Lane, mm. taking his argument to flights of fancy, but is... not nearly well as executed. Mm. Yeah. No, and like sometimes, like when he does his like rambling bits, where muttering, like that can work. Um, but I generally I don't like the emotional flips. I yeah. do when they're done well. But that's, that's rare these days. Like, mm. that's the thing. So rare. We're jackass era Homer. So mm. it's... Uh... So Homer decides to get back at his uh, father by interviewing Mr. Burns. And I loved all of this. Oh, yeah. I, I've said it before. I'll say it again. <laughs> Everything Burnsian is the best. As soon as Burns came on screen, I was looking at you, Beach. I know. <laughs> the whole time. He just opens. Like, well, how's he going to react? He, he opens he gonna like it? with the line, 
And that's how you win an opium war. Yes, <laughs> oh my <exactly>. god. <laughs> uh, the Yangtze. <laughs> please. No, 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 go for it. Uh, the Yangtze River uh, hides all secrets, eats yeah. all. <laughs> this, I, I haven't got it. So I'm, disturbing. My god. I've had such a lovely day. I'm just going to release one hound. <laughs> oh, look at him. He thinks he's a pair. And, and, and goes, <laughs> yeah. And Homer's like, well, no waste, no haste. He goes, well, these days I don't make either. Yeah, that was a good line. <laughs> oh, man. That was amazing. All right, so we've just covered the best part of this episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, everyone. The rest of this is going to be shit. Yeah, it's not shit. It's mediocre, just forgettable, mediocre. Well, mm. I like the bit where Homer does take the interview with Burns to the prepor or whatever, and they immediately take it to the shredder. Yeah, mm. I thought that was funny and a decent enough way for Homer to stumble upon the killing plot. Mm. I know that when I'm planning a murder, the first thing I do is leave seven separate pieces of evidence yep. in my unlocked office at a workplace with like 30 other people working there. And the yeah. music on a constant loop in your office playing dun dun dun. Yes. <laughs> yeah. dun, dun, dun. I know. I go to a graphic designer to design the cover of my uh, incriminating oh, yeah. evidence. Yeah, yeah, they, they aren't gonna. They, they don't tell. No. The Yangtze River hides all secrets. <laughs> when does a print copier ask, oh, so is this person writing a book about still alive? So is this uh, business, personal, or murder? <laughs> Yeah. I do want to start playing that music on a loop in my own office. <laughs> I feel it would make my day infinitely more exciting. It really would. Dun, dun, dun. I had so many shocking realizations today. Exactly. Every time I get an email now. Burr, burr, burr. Hey, you just need a big red button you carry it around with you. And it's like, uh, Shadow needs you to stay behind a bit tonight. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, sorry. And that's how you win an opium war. Oh, great stuff. And the life lesson is, the Yangtze River swallows all secrets. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, but which... yeah, so once Homer discovers that the journalist is going to kill Abe, from th at this point on when they cut back to um, Abe's taking like a railroad trip with um, the journalist, and the journalist is just making so many obvious hints yeah, at that Yeah, suddenly now. he's really mm. bad at hiding the murder that he yeah. was doing fine at hiding until now. Yep. He so just... the train trip, though, is the last trip of that train yeah. that Abe used to It's quite a poetic place to die. To. I mean, that's, that's a lovely plan. And I do mm. kind of like that setup where the guy even says, last trip of the uh, Tinseltown Express. Everyone wants to, who wants to have fond memories better get on now. <laughs> mm. And it's, then it's... they're beating up Mo because he doesn't have a ticket, but they're beating him up old-timey style. Yeah. Oh, I didn't like that, but I think his line there holds a bit of significance at the moment for a very different reason. That's yeah, right. Beach brought it up. Yep. So he's getting beaten by uh, old school train teamsters and he's like, well, you can't get this kind of beating uh, on airlines and we're all just like, ha ha, United. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Watch us jump a bandwagon, fans. Fuck, Beach. The amount of flights that we took into America where um, when we were checking in, do you want to um, have a different flight because this one's overbooked? Fucking hell. We yeah. really yeah. we really dodged a fucking It's common practice beating. over there. We dodged but a But apparently beating. they offered so you know, first of all they said, Does anyone want to yeah. get off and take another flight? And then they started offering money. Mm. And so they, at the end, apparently they were offering eight hundred US dollars for someone to get off the flight. I'd I'm fucking get off the I'm flight. I'm surprised no one did, but yeah. even then <laughs> Even then, you know, you still don't beat someone up, but I'm saying I'm mm. surprised no one took it. No. Be, yeah, I would It's a lot of money. Look, I'm going to say this outright. If someone says to me, would you like $800 to not be beaten? I'll take it. Yeah. Every single time. So Homer comes along to save the day. I like how he was trying to do a train by chase with a Segway. Oh, I completely missed that. Why, though? Because Segways are stupid, I guess. Because, oh, they exist now. They can totally catch trains. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And Larry and Carl appear at... Larry. Lenny and Carl appear out of nowhere. And Lenny didn't yeah. have muzzle in this first shot. I want to point that out. 
didn't have. Uh, yeah, I hope yeah, someone yeah. was fired for bat plunder. <laughs> well, just the fact they drop in out of nowhere was yeah. really weird. And mm. then uh, we got yoga. There's another teacher. As long as it's not a dude, so lame. Mm. I did kind of like. I, I didn't like the dialogue, but I like the idea that they're constantly doing the going too far away. So I got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the conversation keeps going. Doppler conversation. Yeah. No, I like that bit. I just wish the the joke in it had been funnier, but I like the concept. Mm. It's hard to beat. Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded really cool in our headphones. Batman. <laughs> Batman's a scientist. Um. So yeah, Homer comes to save the day, and um, they bring back the whole Abe playing possum, and uh, manages to knock the journalist into a bunch of hat boxes. So many hat boxes. Which was funny, ish. I, I suppose it's not like I've ever used a hat box. It's not particularly relevant to me personally, but. Mm. Yeah. Sorry, one of my last notes here, and I can't have the context for it, but it just says, live each moment as if someone was trying to kill you. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good bumper sticker. That's good, yeah. What do you think of Homer's old man rant, though? Fucking hated it. Mm. So much. It is written on my notes. It has three down arrows, which means down arrow one is bad. Mm. Three it means I went to the effort to say I hate this three times. I mean, it's on point. It makes sense because that's what... Abe does, but it was just annoying. Yeah, it, was, it was also they could have chopped it in half. It would have been long enough, and they would have had time to resolve the Larry story in like fifteen yes, seconds. Yes, exactly. Just resolve something. Nothing resolves here. It's really annoying. What happened to the journalist? Is he still under no, the hat boxes? No, he's dead. He was killed by hat boxes. You see his foot twitching at the end. Oh, really? <laughs> he, he's dead. So okay, so he's dead on the train to nowhere. Hat boxes are lethal, sure. Larry the lamb is stitched up somewhere on the couch. Yeah. And never gets returned to the classroom. And Slimu somehow is in the sewer. Yeah. And Nelson is still on the verge of a... Nelson's psychotic. having yeah. a breakdown. Yeah. yeah. Nelson's just sharpening an axe. I... Mm. There is... Uh, it is time for the questionnaire. It's about time. <laughs> mm. So, did this feel like an episode of The Simpsons? Yeah, it sort of did. Yeah. It had all the hallmarks there, all you the know? All the characters are on point. Um... I the guess. the aquarium scene you expect aquariums in the Simpsons for some reason. Mm. Um, the sewer chase was very Simpsonsy. Uh, Nelson being threatening. Yeah. Nelson being va- having vaguely mental problems. Yeah. Um, Lisa gra- taking over Bart's task yeah. and still fucking it up. Still fucking it mm. up. Yeah. Grandpa being a rambling old man. Yeah. For me, the first five minutes really felt like one because they're you know going to an adventure park yep, and yep. it's like itchy and scratchy land desk mm-hmm. like it's one of those episodes that's become like a format almost yeah yeah grandpa's ramblings clearly cr- clearly made up ramblings being proven true totally simpsonsy trope mm-hmm. um uh the grandpa homer bond thing it's a thing yeah. then like uh, uh, the, the the dramatic sewer chase, so Simpsonsy, yeah. chasing after the train in like three different formats of, yeah. of transport. It's all it's all there. It's all it's all every Simpsons episode. Hmm. It's all there. It just all sucked. Yeah. Well, it didn't all suck. No, but just bacon. Hey, with it. Hey, cup of, hey, cup of bacon fat. Monty Burns was great. <laughs> you can't no. redeem an entire episode because of one cup of bacon grease. The Yangtze River swallows all secrets. <laughs> Play count. How many times have you? think you've seen this one i think i've seen it about four times i don't tend to go for this one Uh, just this once twice three maybe i've seen it once i'm working on making it a negative once i'm gonna (laughs) i'm gonna rewatch it in reverse wackiness hat boxes murdering someone i feel Mm. like what um daniel saying before about uh, all the chase sort of stuff being indicative to the simpsons i like i think it was fine it didn't feel off point yeah 
little wacky. I mean, he's on the horse, then he's on the Segway, which he got in the speed of a chase scene. He just happened to have a horse sure. lined up behind the Segway. Yeah. The, the rats and the cats and the octopus yeah. in the sewer. Some of Grandpa's memories were a bit wacky, but that's so totally the Grandpa. Sharks. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's how he's remembering. That's it. The whole point about the memories is they're questionably true. Mm. But um, they undid it a little bit by having Grandpa with the photo of the old shark in yeah. the wheelchair. Yeah, proven proven them right makes them less funny. Yeah, <laughs> I did like the shark with no teeth and the sort of wrinkly lips. How are you, young shark? I want to hear his stories. How about the heart of this episode? Nope. Yeah, they didn't really try for it either. There was an implication there'd be a new respect for Grandpa, but yeah, they, mm. it was more about saving him, not respecting him so yeah they sort of just dropped the ball on a couple of ideas on this didn't they there was a, yeah exactly there was, there was a good opportunity for bart to have some heart with the larry yeah, the lamb story didn't go anywhere learn, learn yeah. an emotive lesson there was lisa and the octopus that didn't happen yeah mm. um mm. i mean homer and abe of course uh even i mean that could work both ways like abe R- r- refl- having being when he's just like oh i've got a new son now and i he, he writes down what i talk there's there's a lesson for Abe to learn as well about his no good son. Yeah. Sure. But none of it happened. Yeah. <laughs> so yes or no, would you watch this again? Uh, okay, I really got to think the hangover test. How far is the remote from my hungover belly? Mm, mm. Reach out. A little bit further than that. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> if I take my socks off, can I make a makeshift that grappling hook? It feels like hook? a lot of effort. Uh, it'll, 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 it'll get close, but then it'll fall on the ground, uh. but, then, but then it'll roll slightly further away than the first time. <laughs> okay. So then I can take my belt off. <laughs> Why are you taking your belt off? So I can get to the remote, Sheridan. Have you never been hungover before? Why are you wearing a belt in the morning because when I you're hungover? Because I slept in my clothes. Oh, okay. All right. Have you ever been hungover before? I don't wear belts, okay? Or start. Oh, okay. Or don't, whatever. It's like. Makes hangovers easier. You I'm done you. with this episode. Yeah. Oh. So, look, uh, personally, I, I tend to avoid it. I I do dip into seasons 21 and 22 quite a bit because they've um, got some good episodes in it. But no, this episode I tend to avoid. So I'm going to say no, I won't. Mm, I would rather not. I've just been so long trying to get the remote. By the time I've got it, it's over. Yeah. <laughs> Can I just watch the Brunzi bit? Yeah, I yeah. Just over if, and over. If, okay, if that's on YouTube, then no. But if it's not, I will watch it again. All right. So fuck the playlist. Let's rank this thing. <laughs> now on the <laughs> Simpsons Index, we use our patented six-point scale, which starts down the bottom at failure. But maybe if the episode was just like, eh, it gets a participant. And then the good rankings, you got bronze, silver, or if it's... <laughs> And ochre and yellow and peach <laughs> and silver and... Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was enjoying that. <laughs> and then for an excellent episode, you'll rank it gold. But then for the perfect, absolute, quintessential Simpsons episode, you would call that a cubic zirconia. And I'm going to show you how it's done. I'm going to go first. And look, this was actually close to being a bronze. But honestly, the more we talk about it, the more yeah. I don't like this right? episode. Um, so I'm giving it a participant. Shares, take it away. Times two. Time's Nothing to- more to say. All right, uh, Danny, Danny Dens. I'm yeah, I'm on board. It's a participant. I actually walked in tossing up between bronze and silver because I kind of enjoyed the Ditto. ride. Yeah. Um, but and then just it got talking worse about how every section, every concept they had didn't resolve, 
a, so many of the jokes were way less funny the more we, th- we talked about them. Mm. Uh, it's really got very little to say for itself. Mm-hmm. Except for the, the writers. They've got a lot to they say for themselves. They have a themselves. lot to say for themselves. For real. Yeah, Don Payne and Mitchell H. Glazer. They have a lot to answer for. There's a difference. Thank you. Have mm. these people written a good episode? Have you looked them Don up? Don Payne actually wrote that White Christmas Blues that we watched last time. Remind me. Wasn't a great one. The one where, like, a million things happens and nothing happens. I still we're, don't we're like, we're like, oh, it's snowing in the one place in this uh, US for no yeah, real reason. Yeah, yeah. And now it's about the church sermon. And now it's about the innkeepers. Wow. Does that. he have ADD or something? He must. There's medication you can take for that. That's not an excuse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's your ranking? Yeah, participant all the way. Like I said, it's slotted in within the first... Because when it started off, I'm like, okay, this could get a bronzer. There's a few interesting threads we might be following here. And then... Just none of them panned out and nothing goes anywhere. And I'm honestly struggling to remember anything about the episode minutes after we watched it. Totally. So, yeah, this is the this is a quintessential participant. It's not offensive. It just exists and then it's gone. Yeah. Um, See ya. All right. Well, we are going to move on to our episode from the teens era now. And it'll be season 13, Sweet and Sour Marge. We will be back. back and we just watched the lastest gun in the west uh yeah i know I-, I couldn't fucking find the dvd disc sorry listeners who are expecting that episode catch it in a few episodes time slowly shaking head this episode was from season 13 it was episode 12 it was first released in february of 2002 and surprisingly it was written by john Schwartzwelder. really who my god really? Really? The John Schwartzwelder. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Really? This was a Schwartzwelder. Really? Indeed. Prepare for my next 48 comments. Really? (laughs) Look, I mean, the the, the great John Schwartzwelder is not incapable of writing a bad episode. What do I mean? Jeez, what a a compliment. I did too many double negatives. While John... Not incapable. (laughs) Look, he's done... Less than amazing episodes. We've, I mean, what's, yeah. what's the one the with the island and Homer? I forget what the title is. Um, the island. Yeah, uh, the computer wears manners shoes. Yeah, it's... He, he also did the Regina monologues, um, uh, which is the one where the Simpsons go to England, and that one was Ooh, bad too. Yeah, yeah. So, you know what? But hey, when when your classics include many of the classics, yeah, mm, it's fine. And in this episode, speaking of which. The Springfield kids go through a Western phase when Bart befriends an old cowboy who used to be in movies who then disappoints him. But it starts off with a dog. Mm. Starting out at the beginning, Bart is having a really lucky day. I know, it's great. It's actually really funny. So yeah. he's walking along and he gets like a fly ball from the baseball. He's like, oh, that's good. Oh, look, a shiny new dime. Picks it up. A shinier new dime. Picks then, that up. And then uh, an appearance of Yes Man. I usually find this guy super obnoxious, but this was Excuse fantastic. Excuse me. <laughs> Perfect impression. Yeah, it's <laughs> getting there. And yeah, yes. gives him- <laughs> my refrigerator is broken. Is he? Is this an impression of a specific guy? Is it like Vincent Price or something? Possibly, kind of. But he's just kind of popped up several times, and he's just that voice. So clearly, he's recovered from his stroke. Yeah. <laughs> in time to start an ice cream business. His name is apparently Mister Pettigrew. Pettigrew. Ah, uh, yeah, they do refer to him by name in like the toy episode, where he's like. Excuse me, Mr. Pettigrew, is this enough dirty money? He's like, why, yes. Yeah, that's right. 
Um, so yeah, a yes guy gives him a whole truckload of free ice cream. Why super chocolate, <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> and then Bart thinks everything's coming up, Bart, but no, no yep. there's a... Oh, look, it's a four-legged friend for me to be best pals with. And yeah, the dog immediately turns vicious. I love most of this stuff. Mm. Yeah. I like mm. the dog's animations, and they've always yeah. got him very uh, kind of Looney Tunes-esque. And he's uh, like drawn very differently from Santa's little helper, more of a pit yeah. bull, more yep. of yeah. a big barrel-chested dog. Yep. And yeah, you really believe the viciousness. Mm-hmm. And- 100%. Uh, dog chases him home, and then when like Homer and Marge open the door, and he's just like, oh, I'm Ooh. such an innocent little dog. They pick him up, and who's everybody? Gorgeous. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The secret growl while he's getting hogged. That is a classic bit. Absolutely. And I like the bit where um, the dog is uh, Bart sneaking up on Lisa, about to pull a prank, and then the dog sneaking up on Bart. And he goes... It was a great delivery. Uh, it mentioned Very that Frank like, Warner Brothers, like, you know, Wiley e. Coyote and, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. I noticed one of the guest stars was Frank Welker, and he's like the guy who does all the animal voices on Futurama, including like Nibbler. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so given the dog and how much emotion this dog had, I'm guessing that was him. It's got to be a weird life when your like profession is like animal voices. Making mm. silly noises. Yeah. I mean, it's probably great, but uh, when they're like, damn it, we need a retarded dog. Get that one guy who's good at stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like the girl who's famous for doing the Pikachu voice. Oh, and wow. Yeah, I know. You can tell that she just said, Pika, once, and they reproduced it in post. Oh, no. <laughs> That's a very, okay, give me like more emotion. Pika, but like sad emotion. Pika. Yeah. would be a lot. There'd be range. That's her whole life now. Uh, doing comic cons where people ask her to do the line, Bart. Yeah. It's like, mm. can you write Pika to Sharon? <laughs> 40 years later, mental asylum, Pika written all over the walls. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. She just rocks back and forth saying, Pika, 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 Pika. But it's a living. <laughs> <laughs> and we should all be so lucky. That's right. Oh, you reckon the laugh... The, the dog creeps up behind Lisa, behind Bart, behind Lisa, yeah. behind Lisa, behind Bart. Motley. And yeah, thank you. That was it. That was it. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Classic Motley It's a really hard there. thing to do, to like to get that like little whistle in there as well. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> good Motley. That's the whistle side. You need that. Yeah, but I, I was missing that. Yeah. We then get a good joke. Well, a joke. I like when um, Bart gets on the school bus and is like, ah, oh, safe at last. Sits, sits next to Millhouse and then uh, the dog just looms behind him. He bolts off and Millhouse is like, Anyone want to be my friend? Ralph's just like, good, I get to be the lead friend now. Ralph's just like, be quiet. Yeah, just Ralph casually <laughs> yes, dominating Millhouse. Oh, yeah. He's a baller. Good but, to see Ralph with a bit of power. It's nice. Yeah, and, and a unique thing, like, because Simpson sort of used Ralph as a bit of a, like, cutaway sketch. Yeah. And yeah. this was a good Ralph yeah. line that wasn't, like, stupid. Like, yeah, like Sky Grammar. It's nice to see he's not always the bottom of the food chain, you yeah. know? Yeah. And Who's Millhouse, further down, Martin or, or Ralph? Ooh. Well, Martin, you know, has a future. Yeah. So Martin Ralph gets the grades. Yeah, I feel like Martin does more to like isolate himself on, um, like by showing off. Mm. Whereas Ralph, like people go, oh come on, it's Ralph. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. See, Ralph. Even the kids speak about Ralph with pity in their voice. Yeah, mm, that's true. You feel like there's a no picking on Ralph policy because yeah, he, life already picked on him enough. Yeah, poor Ralph. The thing that I didn't really like about the whole dog routine though is like they made such a big point about the dog being kind for the Simpsons, being angry to Bart, yeah. and like 
the Simpsons kind of going, oh, Bart, you're being crazy. This dog's yep. lovely. Yep. But then they just sort of accepted it from every scene afterwards. Yeah, because, like, well, next frame is the dog up against the windows yeah. and fogging it up. And, and yeah, Homer's saying, yeah, sometimes pe- people or dogs don't like you. Yeah. yeah Marge being like, hey, there's that crazy angry dog. Yeah, I made him a biscuit and yeah. shaped like the son that he's trying to kill. So they, uh, like... Well, because it was, I figured that because it wasn't a plot point. Like, if yeah. the whole thing was, oh, everything, everyone thinks the dog is nice, but only Bart knows for sure, it would have been a different thing. Yeah, it doesn't entirely make sense. But it almost a- felt like a shame they dropped it if he'd come back yeah. at the end yeah. like in the last act that would have been great would have been kind the of dog fun. yeah he, like, he, he did come back at the, the very end but not as a plot point just yeah, no. pointing that, just pointing that out maybe it fell in love with one of the hounds yeah. and then became part of the pack yes That's beautiful and then the whole pack found, chase but found its place hmm that routine after, like, Buck McCoy takes out his garbage and everything, mm-hmm. then, like, Bart's running across the screen and the dog's chasing after him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah then that's we got a cir- close circle. Yeah, that's what it was. Oh, that's what it was? Yeah, that's, that's what, what happened. happened. <sighs> not satisfying, I'm still not though. happy. Does anyone else want to say anything about the dog thing? Like, the short stories bit, that felt very on the nose, but yeah, I, I chuckled. I kind of like it, yeah. Eat yeah. my short stories. Yeah. Ran yeah. through a dog show. Wins most vicious. Rips the most yeah. vicious thing. <laughs> <laughs> Which, um, again, undercuts the previous whole routine of it loving the family. Cause mm. Yeah, but it, I, it's, I'm fine with that because it wasn't the plot point. It was just no, one gag. No, it was a separate isolated joke. But, you know, this is a nitpicking podcast, so... <laughs> Nitpick away! <laughs> Pick my nits. So then uh, Bart jumps the fence to get away from the dog mm-hmm. at a random house and ends up at Buck McCoy's house. I do actually kind of like his uh, line where he's like, ah, safe at last. Now to turn around mm. and confirm that fact. And, ah! Yeah. <laughs> See, that's where you know it's a John Swartzwater. There was some phrasing in this episode like yeah. that. That was so him. Mm-hmm. Like As we said before, he's very good at the misdirect. Yeah. I sort of want a bit where Bart has to like, he's on the fence and... He has to choose to fall back into the dog, you know? <laughs> like, like you got to go forward, but, but to save the day, he, he has to let, let go. So that, I, I haven't figured it out yet. We'll fix that up, up in, the, in, the, in the rewrite scene. Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> we'll, re- we'll rewrite their ending yeah, for them. Yeah, I feel like he needs to, to choose to embrace being, mus- being gored by the dog. Mauled, yeah. like, not muzzled. You don't get gored by a dog. You get mauled by a dog. You get gored by a bull. Okay, or like a boar or something with with like tusks, yeah, tusks yeah. for goring. Um, we'll work on that. We'll come back to that. But I mean, like this episode had the problem that we tend to not like where the Simpsons' first act of a show will be completely unrelated mm. to Irrelevant. the next part. Mm. They did do a, a somewhat seamless transition there of um, the cowboy retraining the dog, doing the little neck and. Yeah. Roll trick. Yeah. Calming him yeah. down. Yeah. Well, they brought that act into the next one, sort of. Yeah. And then snipped it neatly. Yeah, it was more the main story bringing the introduction story into it rather than leading to it. Yeah, but it wasn't so bad. It wasn't so disjointed. They they ran a bit of a through line, but not much. So what do you guys think of the um, opening material at Buck McCoy's house? Um, yeah, that's right. He's all like, oh, all these animals are from my movies. Why is there like lions and giraffes and elephants in the Western guys' movies? Because the West was tough. Huh. I haven't seen enough Western movies to, <laughs> to know. Uh, there aren't giraffes in Westerns? Well, there was no, so he makes a reference to maybe the moose being from gunfight at the Museum of Natural History. So they've all come from uh, there. Okay, okay. Oh, yep. that's a clever joke then. Uh, mm. I do really like when uh, Bart's looking around his house, he's like, 
he's got all this crazy stuffed animal and uh, Western kitsch around. He's like, wow, it's like you're living in a steakhouse. Yeah. Which, first of all, that's a good joke. And then the follow-up is Buckton goes, yeah, thanks. Most people just mutter that part. Mm. Again, that was feels <laughs> yeah. very Swartzwater. Yeah. Like, very, like... Not the words you're expecting at all. Mm. I did like where, you know, he was talking about, well, do you know how to, something about tame a wild boar with a teaspoon? Nope. Well, what do you kids do all these days? It's like, well, right now I'm supposed to be at school. I left school in grade four and I ain't no one dummy. Oh, yeah. Can't forget the spittoon. <laughs> yeah, I can't make the sound of a spittoon. Ding. Ding. Nice. There you go. <laughs> it sounds like a, a text notification. <laughs> well, these days it does. Yeah, yeah. that day. Is there a spittoon app? I guarantee you there is. <laughs> so you can just spit on your phone. Let's all unk. <laughs> right now, that's the only thing I want in life. We need to, yeah, d- get a development team together. If you're a development team, hit us up on the Simpsons Twitter page. At- we won't pay you. <laughs> <laughs> so I like how uh, when Bart goes back to the Simpsons house, he's telling the family and grandpa's sister... Uh, grandpa's sister. Yep. Grandpa Simpson... Was aware of Buck McCoy, even had his little membership club card. Buck McCoy! <laughs> yeah. But I really felt bad for him later when they were like dragging him out of the house and no, you can't meet your childhood idol. Yeah, but his grandpa, he's just become a, a kicking bag in the later seasons. Mm, kicking bag like, of senile rambling. Yeah. You suck, get him out. I liked uh, <laughs> when Bart was in Buck's house still and he finds the metal lunchbox. What's this made of? Oh, back in my day, we had a thing called metal. Everything was used out of it. Metal. Yeah, it's kind of cute. A little bit false, but kind of cute. Mm. I'm surprised a like a metal band hasn't like used that in a clip yet. Yeah, like or metal. a song sample. Metal. Mm. Everything's made out of it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was very good. Thank you. Thank you. Um. So, what did you guys think of the lasso bit? Which one? Uh, we uh, lassoes himself some beer and chips. Yep. Sorry, uh, soda and chips. Yeah. Seems Can you like lasso so- me a banana? Banana, how the hell am I supposed to do that? I can't work out whether or not I like this line or not. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's funny because it's Millhouse. I'm like, (laughs) soaked in. Yeah, but a banana seems... Is it that a banana seems like a very lassoable shape that kind of makes it funny? I suppose so. I mean, orange, probably couldn't lasso one. You know, it's round. Yeah. Yeah. Apple, questionable. Bunch of grapes. Yeah, you never know. It's one of those... Banana. <laughs> Bunch of grapes. <laughs> I'd like to see that. <laughs> Given the context of when he says it, it becomes... He says, well, how am I supposed to do that? It's like, how can you not? Yeah. We just saw you get chips and soda. Yeah. So back at the house. Back at the house. Uh, Buck McCoy is showing The Simpsons all his old movies. And what do you guys think of uh, the material around here? Oh, yeah. I loved uh, his, his... The names of the Westerns. Um, Six Gun Lullaby. And excuse me while I kill this guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that was for his cop show. So, yeah, the, the special guest star of this episode was Dennis Weaver. And I'm assuming they were sort of alluding to his career with, like, the movies and then the transition to the um, cop show. Mm. You were saying it might be a bit more of a Clint Eastwood thing? Or? Yeah, he's pretty famous for sort of starting the Westerns and moving towards the, the yeah. 70s cop shows. Yeah, That's but true. he did it successfully. Ah. <sighs> I think there were probably quite a few that made that transition. Mm. That's the thing. Well, yeah, I guess, yeah, the trend of the time with 70s TV was all bell bottoms, big moustaches, and big revolvers hunting bad guys. Mm. That moustache was era appropriate. <laughs> I spent that whole movie shooting hippies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I do like here, uh, throughout this whole lead up, you do get subtle references to his drinking. Like, uh, yeah. Marge is like, oh, I can't remember what she says. She's like, we got. 
Texas fried steak and refried whiskey. He's like, I like that last part. Mm. Mm. And it does seem to crack out the flask now and then, but it doesn't get sinister until the crusty show. I like how they make reference to it without building it to being a plot point. And later Mm. on when it's revealed as being a plot point, you've seen it several times. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, Mm. I liked uh, Marge saying, Bart seems quite fond of that cow gentleman. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, and around this time, Homer's starting to get a bit jealous. Oh, I want to be the apple of my son's eye and all that stuff. And he does some of his Homer pouting, which is a mixed bag, but overall kind of fine. He is an annoying pouter. He is. Homer's trying to show off to Bart and bragging about how they sprayed the work, uh, his workspace for ticks. That's great, champ. Yeah. <laughs> I think Bart's delivery actually saved that bit, but yeah. Yeah, home, home. I think so. I like the running joke through sort of from now until the end of the episode where everything Bart says as Homer continues to get more jealous. It's like, I've seen bigger. I've yeah. seen louder. I've seen drunker. Yeah. <laughs> Are you still spittooning? And not into the microphone, no less. Into the spittoon, I suppose. Yeah, that's a good spittoon. So Bart uh, goes up to school wearing his new cowboy garb and tells all the kids to get garb. into it and it's have brag very backwards. Is it some more than a lap? It's but what garb is brag backwards. Is it some more than a lap? Mm, oh, nice. nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Bart taking the fad to school and telling your clothes better be adorable and the news report. Yeah. Mm. And poor Martin wearing the Hawaiian shirt. But why isn't this a fad? <laughs> oh, that's right. I loved um, how he got that lassoed off him. That's and goes, Wait, you're not cool. You're fat. <laughs> yeah, kids can be so, so mean. cool, can't they? Mean, but really funny. I shouldn't have laughed at that, but the delivery was hilarious. Yeah. Hey, you're not fun. You're fat. Yeah, and the fact that no one knows until they pull his shirt off. <laughs> yeah, Poor I think that would have been a good spot for him to do the, the the jelly the 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 jelly joggle the jelly jiggle jelly belly. Ah, uh, you mean a truffle, truffle shuffle? The truffle shuffle. Yeah. Jelly Sorry, man. <laughs> Going from the Hawaiian shirt to suddenly suddenly topless and yeah. fat. It's way a truffle shuffle it's time. It's like my life. <laughs> Living large. Oh, shit. Going from the Hawaiian shirt to suddenly topless and fat. <laughs> the Sheridan Morley story. <laughs> Book cover is just you shrugging your shoulders. <laughs> I don't know how these things happen to me. It's the Hawaiian shirt just by itself. Yeah. <laughs> Discarded in the corner of a shadowy alley outside the townie. Um, I'll ghostwrite that if you want. Please do, please do. <coughs> we'll talk later. We'll talk. Uh, my people will talk to your people. Cool. We should do lunch. I love lunch. <laughs> so I didn't really like the news report segment, and I think it pointed out its own like uh, out of placeness by Ken Brockman finishing this up. This is barely going, news. Yeah. yeah um, and it's because occasionally I enjoy those jabs at just small town news or just any news segment with like, here's a squirrel who can water ski. Uh, but it was, yeah, man, yeah, drawing way too much attention to it. Like, yeah. they've done better versions of that joke before. Mm. And the material, like, contained within didn't really justify it to be funny enough. Like, yeah. also, the news guy was there on the same day that everyone turned up wearing cowboy news. How did he know? Did someone, like, call. Stop the, the presses. Stop the presses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone's turned up in cowboys this morning. <laughs> his daughter was all like, Dad, I need a bunch of cowboy stuff. Oh, his daughter is creepy looking. She is. She She's has only yeah. up, like, twice. But... Yeah, the top of her head looks like his haircut, but yep. it's a mullet. Yep. Um, I did like Ralph's uh, line. Of, I'm a gulch. It's cute. Yeah. I'm stupid. I'm yeah. Ralph. Mm. But the Don't Fence Me In song. Oh, yeah. Ugly. Yeah, you didn't seem to like that. 
<coughs> I've never liked this because, okay, first of all, why is Apu involved? And second of all, like, it's only there so Homer can make a pee joke and yeah. Homer doesn't yep. need to be there either. Yeah, and just why do we cut the quickie mart? And yeah. just all of it is very disjointed. And mm. Yeah, there's no logical reason to it. Like, maybe they're showing that the whole town's getting in on the craze. Yeah, which I can is see fine. That. But if there were like there was another scene to support that, that before mm. it, like, cut and to... it didn't get distracted from the point straight away. It's just like, hey, hey, hey pee jokes. Yeah, ad libbing over songs is better than putting up with songs but there's no reason why it couldn't have been at the school maybe skinner like thinks this is awesome and he's joining in and he's playing the song and and then willie like, needs to pee there's a sentence for you and then yeah. miss krabappel needs to pee or willie and he's like not until you plow the entire field twice or i don't know skinner something how funny would willie be singing saying singing that i can't do a scottish accent but scottish accent trying to be a cowboy yeah all right, Jack, go. Yeah. Scottish accent, trying to be a cowboy, saying can't hold Wait, it in. Give it, Don't give... fence me in. <laughs> that was like, yes, <laughs> in the middle of that. Well, hell, a partner will go and draw pistols at high dawn. Ooh, not bad. <laughs> That'll do. It's nice. really weirdly hard. <laughs> not bad. <laughs> to th- so, to, to like, speak in Scottish, but think in cowboy. The spaghetti western was like the, the Italian director's doing western, so yeah, what's but... a Scottish one? A haggis western? <laughs> Ew. Uh, <laughs> Blood sausage. It was called Highlander. <laughs> uh, look it up, folks. Bart and Lisa go to Krusty Lou Studios and try and get Buck McCoy a job on Krusty's show. Mm-hmm. I liked their line of, we also represent Billy Joel. <laughs> Who was the first one again? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Buck McCoy. Yeah. That uh, was all right. I don't really actually remember that at all. Um, but mm. what I do remember is when they cut back to Buck and he's all like, why should I show on some clown show? Mm. And they, uh, Lisa tries a bit of reverse psychology and he's like, Little Messi, the last two people who tried reverse psychology on me are pushing up days. He's like, they're dead. Like, no, they just have shitty jobs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lousy, but... <laughs> I know. But, I don't uh, think Simpsons have said the word shit yet. I'm, I'm, I've drunk enough and was doing this voice enough to say the word shitty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I liked Krusty through the whole next segment when he does get the job. And he just, he's typical crusty, but I feel like they just did not give one crap writing this. It's just like, hey, yeah, you're a writer. Yeah. Well, he sort of goes up to him and goes, hey, I really admired you. And then I watched your movies in a bus station or something. And mm. then. And Buck says something and Krusty goes, I don't care. Yeah. And just flip to being condescending immediately. Mm. I don't know if that was inherent to Krusty's character or just bad writing. No, I think he was probably, like, he didn't mean that he used to care he was just trying to be polite and then right yeah yeah and then oh, i don't care yeah, yeah i kind of got that but part, I, but you drive that better hey i've seen all the things you were in yeah. yeah 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 i've seen whatever it was you did yeah exactly but then he follows it up and this was my favorite part i won't be doing a monologue tonight because my feet hurt <laughs> and now here's the sketch oh and the announcer said that crusty studios is on the corner of zany avenue and martin luther king boulevard <laughs> <laughs> That was such a quick, like, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, um, Krusty's putting a lot of pressure on Buck McCoy, saying lots of people going to be watching. And Millions. Doing this bit where, like, Buck leans away to take a sip of whiskey and, yeah, getting drunk. And then the scene set up, Sideshow Mel has got uh, Mr. Teeny tied up on the railroad yep. tracks, saying, we don't appreciate transsexual chimps in our town. Yeah. Twirl moustache. Yeah. I don't know. It's It just felt unnecessary. Mm. Oh, yeah. Um, all the trick shots with Buck when he was in rehearsal, though, that was all was pretty amazing. cool animation. Yeah. 
carves a little cowboy statue out of a granite he shoots. Hmm. Yeah. Six With shots his feet. straight into With the... With his feet. Yeah. Well. Six shots straight into the panhandler. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I like that Krusty leaned to an intern then and goes, I'm using that. Write that down. Write that down. <laughs> mm. Yeah, but then Buck appearing drunk on stage and... Um, Ruins everything. I like that he shot out the applause sign and... <laughs> yeah, like, We're free. Yeah. <laughs> um, any of the other bits that you guys like or had thoughts about in that section? That's about it. He shot Krusty. <laughs> yeah, only now. We're forgetting the most important part. Oh my God, he's drunk. I seen drunker. <laughs> <laughs> Which I have used in my own life. Yeah, throughout mm. this whole stuff, like Homer interjects occasionally to pout and sort of reinforce this as a subplot point uh, well, as well. That's the thing. I, I remember this being like at least three times, but apparently it's only the twice he's I seen fancier and I seen drunker. Is there yeah. anything else? Or is that no, there, I think it was just those two. Yeah, mm. I just I swear it happened more times than that. But yeah, I thought so too. But That's the way my brain remembers stuff. Mm. And yeah, it shoots Krusty and they, that looks pretty brutal. Like even yeah, though it didn't the collapse draw blood. and everything. To be fair, I don't know if Krusty has any, Krusty has any blood left. So. Yeah. No, that's true. Might be... Um, what what do clowns have for blood? Then the clown suit. Seltzer. Ah, yes. <laughs> and confetti. Then the Fago. <laughs> no. What? No, it's a juggler's <laughs> joke. All oh, right. Uh, um, <laughs> then the clown surgeons run out and they're like, after this commercial, they'll be cutting me open. Cut yeah. me out of my clothes. Mm-hmm. I like that. And yeah, it's... It's not during this commercial either. It's after this commercial. Oh, oh they're air. taking their time. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> At the top of Act 3, Homer tries to reassure Bart and... Gives him a poster of Homer cross-dressing yeah. and saying, this can be your new hero. Yeah, but I like can't a, do the noise properly. In like a Growl. Baywatch outfit. It's <laughs> <laughs> on the top. Yeah. There we go. Can you do the... <laughs> yeah, it's like that. But now it's going to be like... <laughs> okay, let's put them together. <laughs> no, can't do it. And we're back. Yep. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> that was very close to the microphone. Ew! What the fuck? You made me sad of myself. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get that bit at all. Like, I didn't understand. <laughs> what have we been talking about? I'm lost now. <laughs> Are you all stoned? Like- Homer cross-dressing. <laughs> all right. Yeah, he was like kind of in a Baywatch swimsuit, but I was like, eh. like okay, if you'd done something very iconic, like say the ten thousand BC uh, Raquel Welsh um, fur bikini, sure, mm-hmm. at least I know what you're referencing. But it's just like, why is he cross-dressing? Why is this the what? Why is it a thing? He's been trying to make himself Bart's new hero all episode, and like. Yeah, sure, have a poster of himself, but mm. like, what is the extra layer of joke you're going for by having him cross-dressing? Why isn't he trying to like make himself look like a movie star? Yeah, why not be like a famous uh, Western poster or something? Yeah, like he got he went to the fair and got a um, old timey photo blown up, and yeah, Bart points that out. Last Homer just... standing or something. Mm. I think it's just funny for the sake of funny. Yeah, and it also proves that he just gets it wrong all the time, and that's why he's probably not the hero. They could have done better. Yeah. Mm. They could have. And in this uh, moment, Marge and Homer decide to rally and help Bart. Homer has a change of heart, which I thought was pretty organic to the story. Yeah, yeah. They're all like... It wasn't unearned. But um, in this moment, and I just don't like this from an an ethical standpoint, that Homer and Marge's solution is to um, completely drain this guy of all of his alcohol. 
PSA, don't do that for an alcoholic. Yeah, geez, not cool. <laughs> you actually might kill them if yeah. you take away all their alcohol at once. After 60 years of heavy drinking, do yeah. not just pour all their booze down the sink. Like, See your local GP. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so, and we're back after that brief intermission. Sorry, guys, Danny had to go. Um, w- where is he going? To ride into the sunset. Yes. His horse arrived. (laughs) And the sunset, so, yeah. Yep, they reshoot his horse and rechambered his revolver and he's out to take down some bad guys, some Mm -hmm. rustlers who are going on over the hill. Mm -hmm. Out west. They're going to learn some justice, six-lettered bullet justice. Mm. He moseyed, in other words. Mm. But he said he's given us his ranking and... um, We'll we'll, reveal it later. We'll excuse him while he kills that guy. Mm. Mm -hmm. Correct. Nice. So, we're about to get to uh, the end where Homer is, as you said, starting to, you know, empathise. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he's rehabilitating Buck McCoy. And there's this scene in the 12-step uh, like rehab meeting mm-hmm. with the prospector. I thought this was really obnoxious. Mm. Like, it was, it was, yeah, the, the re- rehabilitation centre for retired cowboys. Yeah. Alcoholic cowboys. Ah. Mm. It feels like he went for the obvious joke there. Oh, Weston got to have a guy yelling about his gold. Yeah, wasn't this guy in a previous episode? He sounded a lot like Cookie from yeah, the that's what I was um Oh, uh, yeah, of course. Dude Ranch episode? Yeah, yeah. But Cookie was not yelling about gold, was he? No. Um he was just talking about going to bed. Woohoo! <laughs> Bam. <laughs> I thought okay, I thought it was a reference, but if it's not, then it's even more completely out of no, Yeah. Not not terrible. Take it back, do it again. Mm. Yeah, it felt very tacked on. But I did like how he goes to leave and the branded a quitter. And he actually yeah. has a branding that says the quitter. Bra- yeah, and then it just cuts to the next scene. Homer and Miles are sitting outside and he opens the door kind of limping. Yeah. <laughs> and Homer goes, hmm, what smells nice? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it smells like barbecue. Like, yeah, it's a great way to sort of um, do show and tell a bit, but not exactly yeah, put um, it all out there. Yeah, you're telling... Subtly telling by showing, but the not showing the thing itself, just yeah. the before and after. Yeah, yeah, just sort of dancing around it. Like when yeah. we don't see his butt that's now branded with yeah. word quitter on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I then do like Marge's line. He goes, oh, well, naturally, I assumed it was some of my business." Yeah, <laughs> he's like, "I don't even know your name yet. No one's even <laughs> told me your name yet." Yeah, because yeah. they've not been on screen before. So. Yeah, and so the episode closes out with this whole big robbery scene. Yep. Yeah, I don't really. It didn't really make too much of an impact on me. No, because they were like, ah, oh, and high tech criminals have taken over the bank. They have the latest in weaponry and armor. And just for a quick little trivia index, uh, the weapons they're using are M41A pulse rifles from the movie Aliens. Mm. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think it's more of a like the episode's running out of time. And so we need to wrap this up quickly. How do we do it? And so they give Homer the line. There must be some harebrained, half assed way to. To fix this, and yeah. then the report comes on. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah, Wiggum leaning into the ca- camera. A hero. A hero. A hero. Yeah. I feel like this is like this is like season 13 of The Simpsons. I feel like they were doing a meta joke at this point because they'd done so many stories like this. They thought that like them actually being so um, obvious about it was the joke. It was funny, yeah. Yeah, which, again, can work. But in this point, it, it, it was... It was more like a travelator. You knew it was there. You could see it. You were on it. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah, why not? Yeah. 
Yeah, and like when he did eventually you know, foil the criminals, like uh, the only bit I really liked out of that was how he lassoed Snake's underpants out from um, under his normal pants. I mean, it's a hard. I trick. thought you were going to say under something else, but that's okay. <laughs> out of his gooch. Oh, gooch. right. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Fair enough. I can read this woman. She's thinking the word gooch. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and here's where I had a good example of a Poochie. Ooh, 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 uh, the Gooch, Kim Kardashian, and <laughs> Mike Pence. Name three things next to an asshole. Oh. Hey! hey oh. hey Um, there was a good Poochie joke there where Bart was, like, rattling off all of his heroes before Homer, and one of them was Poochie. I thought that was a nice, subtle Poochie reference. Yeah. Yeah, but then it's like American firefighters, which, you know, post-9-11, sure, but then to put it in the same breath as Poochie is like, wait, is this a joke or not? Mm. Like, if you want to make it legit, sure, but if you... Next to Poochie, it sounds like it's meant to be a joke and doesn't quite land. Oh, okay. I sort of ignored that. Um, Yeah, no, I know you did. (laughs) (laughs) I shouldn't ignore ignore America's firefighters. They do great work. One thing I noticed in this scene is that uh, Kent Brockman has the same body type and fashion sense as Donald Trump. (laughs) (laughs) That's very true. He wears these really like baggy, Mm ill-fitting 80s suits. Yep. And he's sort of hunched over and overweight, but you don't usually think of him as overweight. And then you realize he is when he turns on the side. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And they're both yellow. Right. <laughs> They're both yellow. There you go. It's the Brockman Trump conundrum. And do you remember that episode of The Simpsons where uh, Kemp Brockman, it was revealed all of his skin was being held up by a, by a, a pig, pig. By a pig. <laughs> on the back of his head? I'm going to start looking for that from a reverse shot of Trump now. Yes. <laughs> Just a giant peg filled with Trump fat. Eco facelift. <laughs> he hides the peg under the toupee. Yep. <laughs> Um, so the last thing to say about this episode is, uh, yeah, Buck saves the day, so he goes off into the sunset. And I like his line of, never bother me again, but... Because it's been being played in that hero moment as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. That really lands it. And then, yeah, they're playing that hero music and he just goes home, ties up his horse, and then does just a bunch of mundane things. Chores. Take, yeah, takes the trash out, sort of looks out the window. Are they still looking at me? And- yeah, kind of reminds <laughs> me of um, my Stromer vacation where it's like... Got to go put the storm drains up. Winter's coming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Closes out with Keith and Mick just working on the storm windows. Yep. <laughs> um, all right, cool. Let's do a questionnaire. If you insist. Play count. I think I've seen this actually probably 15 odd times. Wow, really? Um, I don't know. Season... That's a lot of times. Yeah, I don't know. When I had Foxtel back when I was living at my mum's place, this one just... A lot of season 13 episodes seemed to come up a lot on the Simpsons marathons that they used to do on Fox 8. Back when I was living at my mum's place. My mum's place. <laughs> yeah, that was um in the before moving out times. The before times. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> the Elliot J. O'Neill prequel. <laughs> before he was Elliot J. O'Neill, he was just, Elliot, come clean your room. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. Elliot, why have you and all your friends drunk and all my booze? Shut up, Mom. I've got a hangover. I'm watching The Simpsons. Mom, what? go and buy me some Subway. <laughs> what was your biography I was ghostwriting for you again? Uh, topless and Hawaiian from, shirt. From Hawaiian shirt to topless <laughs> and fat. <laughs> the Sheridan and Morley story. Still funny. Still no, funny. suddenly topless. Suddenly t- <laughs> it has to be sudden. <laughs> it's been lassoed away. 
Or lassoed, <laughs> apparently. He has to be, Elliot, why are your friends Hawaiian shirts <laughs> everywhere? <laughs> Shut up, mom. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what I was trying to remember. <laughs> it was so sudden. I don't know how they got there. <laughs> we were lassoing. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, play count. Uh, so I think I've seen it 50, 20 times. Um, I'm pretty sure this is only the second time. Yeah. Maybe the third, if I don't remember my own life terribly well. Mm. Sure. Ditto. And I'm pretty sure I've seen it this just this one time. It's Danny. He just came My name is Danny. Rolling on his horse, and now he's back off again. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, two halves of a coconut. <laughs> <laughs> Did this feel like an episode of The Simpsons? Yeah, sure. No one's off point. And it's all... Mm. Bart makes a wacky friend and Krusty tries to make... Yeah, no, it's all good. Yeah, why not? Yeah, it was a pretty... Like I said before, it's pretty sort of... They're making a lot of meta stuff. So, like, the integrity of the show itself is a bit Mm -hmm. um, off because they are doing all this sort of uh, looking at the camera. Hey, haven't we done this before? Sort of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, every every character's still behaving like themselves. Yeah. yeah. I've got to say, though, like, except for a few lines, this does not feel like a John Swartzwelder episode. No, it really doesn't. I'm very surprised. That's why I had to continually go, <laughs> really? <laughs> really? Because I've got like 38 more of those. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Wackiness. Yeah, pretty damn wacky with the horses and the yeah, lassoing the jokes. The dog's dog. pretty wacky. Mm. Yeah. Um, the shooting tricks are pretty wacky. Yeah. But- Yep, the fact that Krusty wasn't profusely bleeding. The painting yeah. made out of booze. <laughs> that painting is made out of booze. I want a painting made out of booze. I know, it sounds delicious. I forgot all about that. That's mm. That was a good joke. Yeah. But yeah, um, again, don't cut off an alcoholic supply. They might die. Uh, the heart of this episode, though, did you feel the heart? Mm, like a tiny bit. There was a bit of it with Homer wanting to be Bart's hero. Mm. And then even just, just Bart looking up to someone new and it... I guess I was about to say uh, affecting his life in a positive way. Yeah. He doesn't do much differently other than dress and get everyone into cowboy stuff. I would have maybe kind of liked, maybe there was a few things he was doing better in life. Mm. Like, I don't know. He had an agriculture subject at school. He suddenly passed. <laughs> the only time I really felt heart was when he was disappointed. Yeah. Mm. I yeah. think it's more like anti heart because his heart was broken sort of thing. That's still the feels. They yeah. Count. Yeah, that's true. And it was a good turn, I thought, for Homer's like obnoxious pouting for the throughout the episode, for him to come around at the end and actually want to help Bart's new hero. Yeah. yeah. Time for me to actually be a dad and sort this situation out. Yeah, absolutely. Sticking up for his boy and not trying to shatter his dreams. So yes or no, would you watch this episode again? Yeah, I reckon so. If for nothing else than the line of, I've seen drunker. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I would. Yeah, it passes the hangover test for oh, me. Yeah, for sure. wouldn't rush to it, but if it's on, yeah, but why not? By now I've lassoed, I've watched this episode, I'm like, I could lasso the remote. <laughs> with uh-huh. your belt. <laughs> yeah, with this belt that you wear all the time and to bed, apparently. Look at it. Yeah. <laughs> That's his lassoing belt. <laughs> what playlist would you put this episode in? Across uh, the Clown Specials. Yep, yep, any Western ones. Mm-hmm. Bart yeah. Adventures, Bart Heroes. Yeah, Bart's, Bart's new heroes and Homer being jealous of. Mm. Like, yeah, pair it with uh, the Bigger Brother episode. Dogs of Springfield. Marge <laughs> butting her nose into things. Yep, yeah. yep. Assuming that it was some of her business. Yeah. <laughs> Such a cute line. 
Let's rank this thing. You got yourself a deal. So, oh, look who's back. <laughs> it's Danny. What? <laughs> hey, guys. Oh, and you bought your, 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 your horse, Little Buttercups. Yeah, I say hi everywhere on Little Buttercups. <laughs> so, what would you like to rank this episode? I'd like to rank it a bronze. <laughs> That's a very fair rank. Okay, I'm off again to adventure. Woo, <laughs> Woo. Oh, that, that that was special. <laughs> I love it when horses come in the tank. Shez, uh, what would you like to rank it? <clears throat> Bronze also. I think Buttercup's riding Danny made a good point. Yeah. It's bronze. It wasn't amazing, but it wasn't quite a participant. It was certainly better than the last episode we watched on mm. today's yeah. podcast. So that makes it a bronze for me. All right. Um... And I will also give it a bronze. It was a close participant, to tell you the truth, but I got some good yucks, and yeah, I kind of echo your points. I think the last episode made this look better by comparison. Yeah, correct. BT? Um, I am going to bronze, because I got enough legit laughs out of it. Um, again, I'm much like you, I'm like, this was starting, more than we, we talked about it, it started to skirt the Patissa bronze. Yeah. But I think, you know, the story holds together. Um. And yeah, there's some good jokes. Yeah, it's more an okay episode of The Simpsons. Yeah, which is what we have bronze for, so that's fine. Yeah. All right, now coming up next, we are going to the classic era, and it's going to be season eight's The Two Nahasapima Petalons. Stay tuned. And we are back. And we just watched the two Nahasapima Petalons, our classic episode for the evening. Mm-hmm. It was first released in November of 97 at Season 9, Episode 7, right on the cusp of the classic era. And it was written by Richard Appel. And in this episode, after wooing many of Springfield's single women, uh, shock horror, Apu's mother sends him a letter saying it's time to get your arranged marriage marriage. So he sets off on a scheme where he pretends that Marge is his wife and then eventually gets found out and marries Manjula arrangedly. <laughs> well done. Synopsis, motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Mike S- S- carefully synopsis. replaced in the stand. <laughs> mm. Guys, what did you think? Ah, classic. Yeah. Classic smells. Classic. Mm. Yeah, so I wanted to do this episode because I want to start doing a lot of the episodes that have sort of continuity Mm. Um, within the show, uh, uh, now that we're sort of getting a few episodes in, and there are a lot of episodes from here on which do revolve around Apu and Men Jewelers, and we did one already, so mm. I thought we should, um, yeah, go back to where it all began. Yep. Mm. And yeah, quite a sweet beginning for these two. Yeah, sweet episode overall. Yeah, yeah. it's one that I found a little lighter on jokes, but I really like I really like the story in this one. So yeah, um, so we start off. Uh, Springfield's having a bachelor auction. Yeah, and I, and I like uh, Krusty's typical routine, you know, half-assed doing the hosting duties. Yeah, well, right off the bat, I do like you got a good sign gag where it's, tonight, Springfield backshocks are, tomorrow, I quit, suckers. Yeah. <laughs> then the guy falls off, so it's like, he had one day to retirement. <laughs> so, yeah, it says, I retire, suckers. Yeah, it's always hard to get in a good one day to retirement joke. No, it's, I like it. It's a quick little two-punch, because you the I retire, suckers, and then he falls off, it's like, he only had one more day. <laughs> Um, and yeah, Krusty doing his typical half-assed hosting routine yeah. was fantastic. And before that, you got Brockman going, uh, now it's time for your MC for the night, Krusty. And I was like, oh, who's <laughs> The Cloud. Ah! Yeah. Hey, hey. Not reading that. Not reading that. 
okay, on to the bachelors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then this episode gets really mean to Barney here. But brilliant. He calls so. himself a big thirsty teddy bear. <laughs> <laughs> Say hello to Barney. I like how he strolls onto that kind of classy version of my guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it felt like they had a live band there playing it. And then I like that he walks on and just sort of sways. <laughs> yeah. Because he's too drunk. Yeah. And Krusty, his whole uh, routine of the auctioneer, but it's just saying zero in various ways. <laughs> I got zero. I got pupkis. Anyone over here? got nothing. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. Here we go. Over here, we got a zero. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, like that there's then a fade out and you come back with the sea captain and it's just, <laughs> come on! Yeah. He likes sunsets, what else do you want? And, the, yeah. I, and I've used this line myself many times. Of, yeah, I'm not attractive. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they do um, a really good Mo joke here and I don't like what they do with Mo in sort of later episodes where they make him kind of like a sexual predator. Um, mm. Whereas this one was cleverly done where it's like, um, this is Mo, and his interests are watching women who take off clothes for money. Now, to <laughs> me, that just feels like Mo's dumb and socially inept. Mm, like, yeah. He's just a bit pathetic. That mm. someone asked him, what are your interests? What do you like to do? And he sort of said that, not thinking yeah, yeah. of how that will reflect on him in mm. a Bachelor thing. And yeah. you can imagine him scratching the back of his head awkwardly as yeah. he says it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know much, but uh, I like it when them dames take their clothes off for money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a great night out. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, and just by the glares from the audience, <laughs> he knows and he just keeps walking it, right into playing, the rejects. Uh, staying alive while he's on there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dun, Walks dun, the dun, Why do we have to dun, stand dun, here? Dun. It's so humiliating. Yeah. Yeah, they call off the event, and I thought it was a very logical step for them to sort of pluck a, p- a poo out of the crowd and, like, him not thinking that um, he was anything special. And then, yeah, mm. it's very, very humble for him to get into this. Yeah. But before that, before that even happens, Krusty does, like, this must be an American tradition because I've never seen it anywhere else. But, like, you know, at the end of the beauty pageant, and they do, mm. like, the farewell song. Mm-hmm. So he's doing the, like, close the show song, had uh, yeah. some laughs, killed, killed some, some time. time. <laughs> yeah, and, la- and later on when they cut back to it, he goes, I cashed the check. and they- <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah, just through The Simpsons and other sitcoms, I mean, we've got uh, Little Miss Springfield, they end it with a, Al the losers yeah. in exactly. her wake. And then uh, in uh, Futurama, you've got the Miss Universe. It's like, there it is. <laughs> Miss Universe looking weird. <laughs> oh, what about the South Park one? There he is. It's the biggest douche. Good going douche. <laughs> so yeah, it must be like a formal ceremony wrap-up song for everything. Yeah. I want to yeah. hear the Oscars one. Like, the Oscars. It <laughs> happened. It took too long. <laughs> You didn't see any of the guys who actually put these movies together. What's a writer? <laughs> Someone made an impassioned speech and we cut them off. Started playing the music too soon and they stayed anyway to thank their mom. Oh shit, La La Land thought they won. <laughs> they didn't moonlight. We fired PwC. <laughs> they won't be back next year. They write itself, really. It mm. does. The so catchy. Oscars. Beautiful. Dun dun. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought it was a logical leap to have Apu be the attraction of all these women because, yeah, on paper, he sounds great. Owns his own business, has a degree in something computery. Computer, Computer science. Ah, Doctorate. Yes. A doctorate. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So oh, it is actually Dr. Apu. Which I do wow. like because there is a continuity there where I can't remember what the context is, but the Simpsons are in the Quickie Mart and he talks about 
uh, how he's got uh, punch cards for a computer to play tic-tac-toe and Bart gets mm. them out of order. So there is actually a continuity there. I like that. Um, but he also enjoys building furniture and then discussing where to place it in a room. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't like to talk, but I love to listen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, he sounds great. And then, yeah, so five women originally in a competition with each other decide to pull their money together. And this is how you get a man, ladies. Pull together. Yeah. <laughs> mm. So he goes on a date with each. I would have thought that if you're pulling your money, you'd get one group date. Yeah, that's what I'd be aiming I mean, for. But, you know, maybe Apu's just a one-at-a-time dater. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not into the harem. Nah, I'm just really saying, if you love me, then you cheer him. <laughs> Bit of Hamilton had to throw it in just for Elliot over there. Me and all the listeners in New York are the only ones who get it. Mm. <laughs> um, and yeah, the couple of dates there as well were were pretty cute. How he wins Wubsy and yeah, yeah. Uh, oh yes, yeah, so all Quickie Martin police must be skilled in the deadly arts. <laughs> <laughs> and. I know you fucking hate Luann, but I love that the activity she wanted to do was clog dancing. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, I... Seems like a fucking annoying thing that fucking Luann would want to do. <laughs> Fuck Luann. Seriously, she's so annoying. Yeah, and no, I'm pretty sure we've had a discussion before. Luann is a bitch. She is, isn't she? She really she's is. She's gossipy. She wears the annoying culottes. Is that mm-hmm. what they're called? The three-quarter pants? Yeah, cool. With the button-up sleeveless shirt. That uh. doesn't make sense. Well, just, it just undermines Kurt a lot. Sometimes he deserves it. Fair the enough. only person more annoying than Luann is Kurt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it, we do have the great line after, who's up for clogging? It's, Why don't you try and stop me? Yeah. Again, I've used that plenty of times. I love how he already has clogs. Yes. He's like, I'm yeah. ready. Yeah. <laughs> My body is ready. <laughs> I can't believe I haven't been dating before. I could have been clogging with people this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, the cute little uh, rhyming note in, in the Quickie March, uh, sharing his story with Homer and I thought this was a really natural organic way of having uh, involving Homer in the story yeah that he just happened to you know he's often at the quickie mart buying his beer and snacks not only that Homer's there when the lotus flower appears so uh yeah cuts over and lotus open ah lotus flower drops out and poos all (gasps) he's like Homer's like oh you hate lotus flowers too. Don't get me started <laughs> on lotus flowers. There were some really good uh, Homer lines. Even yeah. like we've complained about his extended reactions and emotional gibbering and whatever, but this one where he's reading over the note and going, oh, ho, ho. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm, I, I thought that was all, all very, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was all very funny. Yeah. yeah. He was funny through the whole episode, but it was short and snappy. Yeah. yeah, yeah cause it's not a Homer focused episode. He's just That's there. Right. Yeah. But this is all about a poo. And I like they, yeah, this is one of the few ones where we really focus on on the secondary characters and it does really well. Yeah, Homer's sort of there to push Apu's story along and like Apu is just in moments of crisis and doesn't know what to do and Homer's just there to provide him the... Yeah, he's the only one who has the advice so even though it's <laughs> bad, that's what he goes with because mm. I mean, although I do like really like where uh, Apu's like, no, no, the lotus flower is the symbol of my arranged marriage and he starts going to flashback and Homer's like, okay, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I also like the dowry of 10 groats and an electric fan. Yeah. <laughs> you call that a dowry? <laughs> I want to call that like a band. Yeah. <laughs> we are like 10 s- goats and an electric fan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is of. the first track of our new album, <laughs> Dowry. <laughs> it will be the only track. Goodbye. I liked the uh, the montage of him dating and partying with hot women and stuff oh, yeah. to Hot Blooded. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just the various hairstyles with her, like thumbs up. Yeah, yeah. thumbs up to all <laughs> of them. Yeah, a play on the old one where it's like normally you have to like hate every outfit, but then the last one you yeah. love. Some but outfits yeah. I was like, mm, but, but this no, one, no. some I was like, yeah. So it probably went on a bit too long, but yeah, uh, there was like five of them, and he liked 
hates them all. Um, but, but yeah, yeah, and before when he sort of gives up who the idea to just uh, palm his mother off, say he already got married, and when Apu's on the phone and he, once again, in that moment of crisis, doesn't know what to do, turns to Homer. Homer's writing a note and it says, where are the sticky buns? <laughs> yes, where are the sticky buns? <laughs> on this Easter, it would be appropriate. Exactly. Actually, yeah. do other countries have hot cross buns at Easter? Yeah, I'm pretty I'm sure. sure they do. They're really good. Mm. I'll even like- note in the comments, do you have hot cross buns during <laughs> Easter? Mm. Are your buns I want to hear from our hot? one Chinese fan again. <laughs> <laughs> we have one Chinese our fan? Our audience. our audience from the orient oh boom thank you um yeah the hot-blooded montage fantastic and i really like how we start the quickie mart with homer and apu when the letter shows up we go to montage then we get returned from montage to the same location but apu's asleep uh because he's been having such a wild time i love that this bit with homer it's, it's a really good transition and again it keeps them together organically but it also propels the plot forward by just having more sh- stuff happening, but without mm. changing much. It's really actually very eloquent. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, and it also, yeah, sets up a funny bit with Homer <laughs> flicking through the lottery ticket, shining loser, a light, loser, finding loser, the winner. <laughs> loser, $500. <laughs> and the whole yodel thing, like it may have gone on a bit too long, and uh, but I, I just love it. I Do- love his delivery mm. and uh, his, yeah. like... Uh, and because Apu goes, uh, you don't have enough money for both the lottery ticket and the yodel. You can only have one. And he's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yodel. I love the kind of defeated but accepting way he yeah. says yodel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yodel. Reminds way, me of money can be used to buy goods and services. Yeah. <laughs> Explain d- how. <laughs> he didn't have that moment in his brain. Oh, Homer, you could have had so many yodels. Yeah. To be fair, I've just looked up what a yodel is. It looks fucking delicious. What's what in it? it? It's Chocolate like bar? it's like um, okay. So imagine you know those uh, cream roller roll cakes. Yes, like the the cream logs. Yeah, yeah cream logs. It's oh like yeah, a, so like, it's a, like chocolate a chocolate one chocolate of them, cake. but then coated in chocolate itself. Oh, it looks oh, like right. chewy and creamy and delicious and all that. Yoda looks so good. I wish I was eating it right now. Yeah, turn that <laughs> thing around. I want to see that. I mean, don't know why. Oh yeah, I can get the vibe from that. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm. spongy. So all of a sudden, Apu's mother comes into town out the front of the Quickie Mart. And, and I like, again, Apu in a crisis, turns to Homer. Homer's just eating the yodel slowly. <laughs> no, no, before that, you've got the great little, my mother is here, and just blank shot on Homer. Yeah. And then, she's here to see my wife. Blank shot. The wife I do not have. Yeah, like already forgetting his involvement in the story. <laughs> Maybe of a- you shouldn't have said you did have one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking Captain Hindsight there. Um, but yeah, they're eating the, the yodel slowly yeah. is hilarious. Well, seems to me <laughs> that um, mother falls down. He's like, Goose, that'll buy me some time. <laughs> <laughs> and she fall, like when she falls, it looks horrific it looks as bad. well. I know. Who's <laughs> just really... No concern. Yeah. Oh, good. This will benefit me. <laughs> and so, yeah, Homer then gives up who the idea to say, well, tell your mother that Marge is your wife and you can stay at my place. And I love that... Um, where Apu's mother drags him away by the ear. Mm-hmm. Really. Because um, he's, he's stalling. It's like, <laughs> we'll go. And it is in the going. <laughs> yeah. It really brings, like, uh, just highlights, like, their dynamic. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. In very simple way, which is just, like, not having any of his bullshit and then just grabs his ear and pulls. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, point out at this point that Apu's mother was played by Andrea Martin. Nice. Um, she was in lots of stuff. 
Good to know. Good for you, Andrew. She is not Indian by the looks of things. No. The accent would suggest so. (laughs) Also the surname Martin. (laughs) Yes. I mean... It's not impossible, but this feels unlikely. Mm. Um, so I love when they cut back to the Simpsons house and Homer's on the couch and like unusual um, character model choice to have him wearing his socks that we never see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. And yeah, it's just kicking back, relaxing, thinking about that yodel he ate. Yeah. <laughs> and like just to really show how comfortable he was and how little he thought about <laughs> the situation <laughs> he'd put himself yeah, in. Yeah. Until Apu and his mother pull up outside and say, oh crap, I forgot. <laughs> yeah. Immediately turns around, Marge begs her, <laughs> puts her in such an awkward position. Like but poor Marge in this episode. Marge like a champ. Just goes for it. But I also appreciate that this isn't something ridiculous she's doing for Homer. It's something ridiculous she's doing for Apu. Yeah. It's kind of nice. It's like, sure, Homer pitched it, but... um, yeah. But it's to avoid, yeah, Apu getting an arranged marriage, which could be potentially disastrous for him. Mm. So there is a, like, a moral to take there. Yeah. yeah it's just Marge is a giver. So there you go. Mm. Um, so then uh, Apu and his mother... Crash into the house, and this is a line that I've always used. Honey, yeah. I am in my home. <laughs> I do like that. Yeah, just that little stiff way of saying. It. Exactly. Like, Hello, dear, and they shake hands. How was your day? <laughs> yeah, Apu's mother was so sinister towards Marge. Oh though. man, I'm yeah, very, like, very disappointed. Right, even before that, I was like, I have come to see the woman for which Apu will shame his family and culture. <laughs> yeah. Well, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Here I am. And Homer just, again, capitalising. He's such a jerk in this, but I, I forgive Homer in this episode. <laughs> he does get his comeuppance at the end. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, where he just goes, okay, Apu, you better go fix that broken toilet. Marge will yell at you again. <laughs> Homer out. <laughs> Sucker. Yeah. Yep. And, um, and Marge, again, like a trooper, um, uh, convinces the children to go along with it. <laughs> you know your father, Apu, yeah. nodding. <laughs> And I did love Bart and Lisa's, like, uh, yeah. <laughs> like, like, sure, why not? <laughs> what the fuck is happening this week in mm. our family? Whatever. Okay, roll with it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then uh, Homer kicked out of house and home, heads to the only place he goes, to Moe's, but Moe's is closed down. Mm. He's, He's going pla- on vacation. Yeah, finally going to see Easter Island. Oh, you're going to see the big hits, huh? The what? The what? <laughs> Just, I like well, that Homer knew about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe because he went wanted to go to Easter Island and it wasn't filled with chocolate bunnies. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's one of those weird jokes that I like, but I shouldn't. Yeah. it's like, oh, it's weird. They actually um, bring it around again yeah. later when they're um, Apu's at the bar um, depressed before the wedding where Mo is wearing an Easter Island yeah. shirt. So is he? he? Went, I yeah. didn't notice. Yeah, it's a well, nice little... It's bit. really clever because they don't actually do it like a direct angle on it. It's mm. always like slightly off to the side and you can just make out a head or you can read the word Easter or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was just a really nice subtle touch. I mean, mm. it implies he also enjoyed it, so good yeah. on you, <laughs> When he bought the shirt. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Instead, he heads to the retirement home. And mm-hmm. this is a really nifty little self-contained B story within yeah, the second act. Yeah, I totally act. forgot about this whole yeah, part yeah. and I loved it. Yeah. It's yeah. Where he's like, well, I have to be somewhere. May as well go visit dad. And then they start, they think he's Cornelius Chapman. Yeah. Um, which, actually, come to think, that's another continuity bit, isn't there? Because um, in the... Uh, Cornelius Talmridge. Talmridge, yeah. But he's the, Cornelius Talmridge is the uh, oldest member of Springfield in that episode where he dies... And uh, Britney's, uh, Britney Spears oh. is there. And Mr. Burns is then yeah. the second oldest man in Springfield. I think you might be right. I know I am, because it's me. Nice. Yeah. 
My circuits don't lie. Beep. <laughs> beep, beep, motherfucker. I want to hear Beige's cover of My Hips Don't Lie with My Circuits Don't Lie. My, it would have to be My Chips Don't Lie. Ah, oh, of course. Come on. You have to sing in Shakira voice, though. But, like, Featuring. highly auto-tuned. You know, my chips don't lie. Add a bleep, bleep, bleep. <laughs> <laughs> Breasts like mountains. That line makes no goodness. Look at the virus so small and humble. Oh, that's mountains. It's like, that wasn't going to happen to begin with. I'm confused. Do you know the difference between breasts and mountains? Are those breasts or mountains? <laughs> I'm confused. Damn it, I want to get to the kitchen, but Sheridan's mountains are in the way. <laughs> says, you know, it's winter now. I'm thinking of uh, taking a trip out to the blue breasts. <laughs> Do a little skiing, maybe some bushwalking. I keep my mistress more than humble. <laughs> What a horrible voice. Why was she famous? Because she was hot. Uh, Shakira, Shakira. There's some other clothing. <laughs> There's some underwear. Usually when you have the male voice getting in there, like the male guest rapper that's like Shakira, Shakira, and then yeah. you get like an Alia type sounding voice that's like, <laughs> not. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see like Sheridan just replace Shakira quietly. <laughs> just walk up behind him and like, hey, Shakira, what? <laughs> Puts her down. <laughs> Feel like, is that Shakira? Um, she looks shorter, but whatever. She looks suddenly <laughs> topless and fat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it's going to be. It's going to be, well, okay, what's the full title again? <laughs> <laughs> I can't even remember anymore. Where's my Hawaiian shirt? Why am I suddenly topless Lucky and fat? Lucky that my breasts are small and humble <laughs> since I'm suddenly topless and fat. <laughs> And also, I've replaced Shakira. Shh. <laughs> Don't tell anyone. <laughs> ah, the title alone could become a miniseries. That's true. Okay, how All did right. we get onto Shakira? So, back to the um, B plot of this episode. Yeah, where Homer goes to the retirement castle. Like, it did kind of feel like they were filling in time, but it didn't matter. It was natural to the story, and. Um, it sort of also played into Homer being really lazy in this episode. He's just like, well, I kind of kind of he's giving pills, and he's like, oh well, now what's you see? What's what you got here? <laughs> the pink one stop you from screaming. Yeah, and then he <laughs> sees a guy in a wheelchair. He's like, here I am using my legs like a sucker. I know, and this um kicks off this little feud with Jasper as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, that's right. Racing to get to the dinner. Ah, so good. <laughs> yeah, it's so perfect. Um, yeah, so they jump back to the A plot briefly, and there's a bit with up who. It, it's there not much so much for jokes but just for an establishment for mm. later on when it all goes wrong so Apu's sleeping in a sleeping bag on the floor Marge is obviously yeah. in bed and he's like thanks a whole bunch for all this she really truly hates you yeah. um, such an interesting delivery of such a horrible <laughs> line yeah <laughs> and I like how yeah breakfast the morning next morning um, even Lisa the traditionally smart one is asking what's with the dot does it change colours when you get ticked off you tell me <laughs> <laughs> It's funny because then she's like, surely you you know about your Brahmin her- heritage. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Just because I was reading about that last week for the first time, I know what that means. Nice. Mm. Uh, of what heritage? Brahmin. Mm. Ah. It's um in traditionally media, in the caste system, the Brahmins are basically at the top of the caste system. Most important. That's right. And in the caste system, you're expected to marry within your caste traditionally. Yep. Oh. Not so much anymore. And it doesn't mean that, that that's the way it happens. 
but mm, yeah. uh, you used to be expected to. I have Indian friends who like have trouble telling their families they hang out because they're in different castes. Yeah, that's right. I yeah, was reading a weird. big long article what? about um, caste discrimination that's still happening in Australia, yeah. huh. which is quite horrible to read about. Yeah. yeah. It was like, I mean, tradition and all, but also fuck off. Yeah. No, it goes further than that. It's, uh, yeah. I won't go into it now because it'll take too long, but yeah. there's parts of it that, you know, really quite horrible discrimination that goes on because of it. Mm-hmm. And what you'll find is that many, I don't know enough about it to, you know, have the final word, obviously. Mm. I'm not Hindu, but what you'll find is that a lot of it has been used against people in the past. Like certain castes weren't able to be employed, mm-hmm. you know, this and that. So. Anyway, so basically Apu is part of a caste that's right at the top of the system. Oh. And it's quite prestigious. And so he would be expected to marry Manjula, yeah. who would be Brahman also. That actually adds in a lot of extra weight to this episode where mm. she's all like, you know, the woman you've uh, thrown out your family and heritage for. It's yeah, like, that's yeah. right. Yeah, it's quite, you know, that, that caste is made up of sort of the high priests and who, funnily enough, decided that the high priests were the top caste. So, yeah. you know. Oh, interesting. Mm. So anyway. does that tie back to when they had that chart and they were like agreeing which kid would uh, marry which? No, I think it's just a sight gag. Yeah, that's just a family okay. tree thing, yeah. whatever. All right, cool. But uh, yeah, but well, I, I do really like the line of um, well, after she's like, surely you aren't fully caught up in your Brahmin heritage, and the kid's like, yes, <laughs> so long as you have no follow up questions. Yes, yeah. <laughs> we have to go now. <laughs> yeah, love that bit. Especially uh, a little teamwork from Bart and Lisa. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they were working solidly today yeah. to go along with they, this whole thing. They both wanted yeah. to know about the dot, but they both realised they were in over their heads and kind yeah. of backed out together. <laughs> it was really good. I really liked it. But yeah, r- rare moment of Lisa just being a curious kid as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we cut back to the B story for one last time. And, um, yeah, they do this bit here where Homer just goes through and uh, says hello to everyone. And it was funny <laughs> because it was like total old-timey names, but it was good because it was enforcing that he's now established here. Yeah, he's, mm. he's comfortable in his patterns and he's, uh, yeah, just hanging out. Dad, Cornelius. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, Jasper comes in with the, the wheelchair and Homer's like, oh, I've got the electric one this time. <laughs> have a little race and he just gets up and runs. Yeah. <laughs> Someone really likes their liver mush. <laughs> but Homer has been just depleting and depleting and depleting in his, uh, you know, his abilities yeah. He's sitting there sucking on a, a bag that's actually liquid Lay's chips. Yeah, <laughs> put in an IV drip bag. Yeah. <laughs> also, I think I'm forming a bed sore. What do you have to do to get turned around here? Yeah, this is the best. So then he sort of half turns over into this boudoir pose yeah. to wait for the nurse to turn him over fully. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what's lucky you hooked up to? It's a respirator. It breathes for him. And here I am using my lungs like a sucker. Yeah, I like that just before he can go on the totally helpless deep end, um, yeah, Cornelius turns up and it's like, my family rescued me. I went on a bit of a bender. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good moment. <laughs> That's just, but wait, if you're Cornelius, then who's this open window Homer running across the field holding his pants? Beautiful <laughs> bit of animation. <laughs> it's just like he had enough foresight to go, nope, run. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, Simpsons are want for a good window gag and I like that one that yeah varied it up a little bit by having um yeah Homer still in his underpants yeah. with his <laughs> pants but then blowing we get in the breeze. A great join back of the A and B coming back together when uh Homer's lying in bed with Marge, Apu's on the floor. Mm. It's just like, oh it's wonderful Marge. Promise me when I when I retire you'll put me in a home. <laughs> it's like being a baby and you're only you're old enough to appreciate it. Yeah, totally. And uh you know Apu's mother walks in and is like, okay, well I'm satisfied and I'm ready to go home and catches me and then Apu's like, Oh Marge, how 
Could you? <laughs> yeah. And even, like, I just love this moment of she's being like, the jig is up. Fuck yeah. it. Give it yeah, up, exactly. Apu. Yeah. And yeah, Homer was a bit obnoxious when, yeah, Apu divulges the details and uh, Homer just goes, oh, lying to your mother. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that bit because it's like before when he was uh, just forgot the details of the entire lie he told him to tell. Yeah. And then it uh, get, all gets supported by the, well, you know what you could do? Shut, Shut up. up. <laughs> you could always fake your own Shut death. up. All you need is a card, ball. I can't believe you don't shut up. <laughs> I love that line. I can't believe you don't shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Act 3 starts out and it's another wedding at the Simpsons house mm. for whatever reason. Yeah. No, That's the playlist before you ask me that later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, the actual wedding at The Simpsons, just nitpicking, didn't really make sense to me that it would have to be at The Simpsons and also that they got Le- Reverend Lovejoy there. But they sort of mentioned that earlier because Lisa, yeah, you know, quickly, when yeah. they're talking about the wedding arrangements, she's like, why is she still living here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, after the jig is up. It's one of those weird things where I shouldn't like the fact they've referenced that it doesn't make sense she's still there, but I that somehow works. Yeah. It just, just, yeah. Maybe because they didn't make a big deal of it. They were just kind of like, why is she still here? <laughs> no, I mean, I guess it would have been, you know, a bit much to ask the animators to draw a new ca- location or well, justify that Sim- uh, the Springfield has a Hindu temple. Yeah, well, that and the show's called The Simpsons. Yeah. So, I mean, to be perfectly honest, why is Apu at a bachelor auction to begin with? That's true. In the crowd, yeah. watching it. Yeah. Just, that's <laughs> just yeah. A, if you really want to get into was it. He, Good point. <laughs> was he just there for Krusty? Uh, maybe. Mm. That's, that's the thing. It's one of those things where I'm like, hey, why is he? And I'm like, well, maybe he just, there's a thousand ways you could explain that. Mm. Yeah. Maybe he was just like, man, fuck it. This well, is what's whole, on tonight. The whole town was there. It's like yeah, a exactly. town meeting. They go to everything because there's nothing else to do. Yeah. yeah. In Springfield. Maybe he's just a big Krusty fan. But yeah, okay. The, I mean, it was organic enough that you didn't care. But you yeah, know, exactly. nitpicky show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe he just really wanted to support the fire fly- firefighters. Yeah, yeah, there you go. It's a fundraiser. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Answer my own question. Well done, me. <laughs> <laughs> so they cut to Moe's and Apu's all depressed and getting worried about the arranged marriage. And mm-hmm. I love how he's doing the sad reprise of Hot Blood. Yes. Yeah. Hot Bloody. Check it <laughs> and see. <laughs> Got a fever. Hundred and three. Um, I also do quite like when uh, Homer's like, Hey, Mo, what do you have for the severe depression? Booze, booze, and more booze. Yeah. But then the tap literally just says booze. The beer booze. tap oh, says booze. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, well, nice little sight gag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, the obvious gag of the depressed drunks all going, to, yeah, nothing better for depression than booze. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, cut back to the wedding. And, um, yeah, I love how the elephant's walking through and part. So I wish I had an elephant. You, you did. did. <laughs> His name was Stampy. You loved him. Oh, yeah. And yeah, yeah, and we covered that episode recently, so um, good to see an elephant Ooh, again. Elephant playlist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey. Simpsons episodes that remind you of elephants. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and Apu's just like worried and, you know, nervous and wants something, the gods to help him. And Homer's like, gods, eh? Yeah. But we'll get back to that. <laughs> and then... Will uh, we ever? <laughs> and following a, another thing, he sees a, a mouse, which, you know, everyone knows... Mouse will scare an elephant. The elephant just brutally crushes him. Lucky mouse. <laughs> Good line from Apu as well. Mm. Wedding ceremony's underway and Manjul is out and then all of a sudden Homer comes out in his Ganesh costume. 
Yeah, and he starts causing a ruckus. And you see, this this wedding angers me. And the guy's like, that is not Ganesh. Ganesh is graceful. <laughs> I am Ganesh. Yeah, which is good story-wise because it buys just enough time for Pula, Pula Manjula to have a little, you know, quick little, hey, what's up? Chat. Isn't this weird? Mm. Uh, what's yeah. your favorite movie, book, and film? Fried Green Tomatoes. And he's like, <laughs> boom, zing, nice one. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, she, and then he's like, this woman knows her shtick. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I love Homer's attempt here because I guess this episode really shows how in the moment he is Mm. Mm. and like he just doesn't think of consequences and this one it's not exactly a horrible web of lies he he means well it's just a moderate web of lies it's a terrible attempt to fix things but he meant well (laughs) Mm. stop chasing Ganesh you'll only incur my wrath (laughs) he's just up the tree and they're poking (laughs) we have him subdued Ganesh has been subdued Manjula gets introduced around this point and played by the late, great Jan Hooks, fantastic voice actor that, yeah, unfortunately passed away a few years ago. Mm. Um, and, yeah, I thought she was good. Like, she really sold the cuteness of Manjula and, like, how spontaneously in this moment they'd fall together. Yeah, considering she has, like, six lines. Yeah. You feel like you get enough character yeah. out of it, and that's a lot of the delivery and, you know, the lines obviously themselves help. Mm. But just, you know, the way they landed feel really... Gentle and natural, and, and good animation to, to support that too. I mm. think because there's mm. something about Manjula's eyes that make her look very sort of attractive and yet understanding and gentle. There's mm. just I don't know how you managed to do that in a 2D cartoon, but they did it. Yeah, uh, yeah her physicality as well. She's always sort of like holding her hands in front of yeah. her yeah. body, standing which quite is, humbly but yeah. confident. It's a very mild, yeah, mild but confident. Yeah, very mm. good. yeah, and. And, like, yeah, her sharp wit as well. You can tell there's a lot going on up there as well. Mm. And, yeah, and how she sort of fucks women as well. Oh, no, you're getting a haircut and all that stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. I thought you said that she fucks women. <laughs> yeah, that's what it sounded like for a second. So, uh, right. hi, Editing Elliot. Enjoy that one. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I, that's all I've got to say on this episode. And you guys? Uh, my last note is the Indian version of Bird suddenly appears. Oh, yes. Oh, <laughs> Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is a reoccurring theme for love in The Simpsons, not just with Homer and Marge, although it feels like their love theme. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah it does come back, and I love how they just did it again with Shania's and the Indian language. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's one of those tunes that's recognisable, but then the vocals kick in. You're like, ah, oh, that's kind of cute. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, nice Aww. way to end. Yeah, with the carpenters. And Give then me. Ganesh screaming. Give me some, th- <laughs> some for thumps. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, a little bit of wacky and a little bit of thump just to fade out on the episode with. Sorry, just on that last fade out is uh, the elephant's flipped Homer upside down, his bang, his head on the ground, but his last line is, everyone's upside down. (laughs) (laughs) Just faintly hear it as you're panning out. It's great. Yeah, another little, like, for the love of crumb cake. um, Yeah, yeah, uh, stop listening and you'll listen to it. Yeah. I mean, you know, like, when your ears blink? Never mind. What? Don't listen to me. See a doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Ears don't do that. Wow. Blink. <laughs> Elephants don't have yeah, keys. I thought the exact same line. <laughs> it is time for the questionnaire. So, play count. How many times do you think you've seen it? Oh, 20 plus, yeah. I'd say. Mm. It's just those classic episodes, you see them all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, a Ganesh load. <laughs> that's that's a whole elephant with forearms. Mm. Yeah, I think I've seen this at least fifty times. Mm. Like this is just uh, yeah, classic to me in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, any memories of how parts of this episode influenced your life? I think I've quoted the yes. Ganesh thing a bunch. And I can't <laughs> believe you don't shut up. Yeah, <laughs> and again, I've definitely. 
Yeah, all right. Not attractive. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean for sympathy. It's just occasionally you're just like, ah. Uh. Yeah, ah. Jeez, uh. <laughs> um, a lot of it, but just in bit, yeah, in bits and pieces. Mm. Yeah. It actually did make me want a yodel. I think I'm going to look into seeing how <laughs> yeah. I could get one yep, now. Yep. Import one. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> that must have been a damn good chocolate bar. Mm. Yodel importation business. It'd probably mm. be stale by the time it got here, though. Mm. That's a shame. We could make our own. Look, yes. Uh, did this feel like an episode of The Simpsons? Yes. Yeah. yes. Cut and dry. Wackiness. Um, Not very. Mm. Yeah, I mean, the wackiest, I suppose, it gets is Homer dressed as Gannett. Somehow yeah. he got that costume. <laughs> But that's yeah. not that's completely it seems possible. Very homemade. It's, it's very doable. <laughs> it's a pretty good costume, you understand. Yeah, you I mean, can... yes, the arms fall off, but <laughs> yeah. they look like arms and they true. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like um to think it's like the mannequin arms from that time he faked his death. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's completely doable. Someone can do that. We can we could if we got a Kinesh costume right now, we could do it. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Not so wacky. Mm. Yeah, it wasn't wacky at all, really. How about the heart? Lots of heart. Lots yeah, of heart. Talking about it, I kind of thought about it a lot more in terms of her helping out Apu and Marge being along for the ride, obviously to help out Apu and mm. Apu's desperate plea to surely this wackiness shows you how much I don't want to get married. And then, and of course, Apu and Manjula right at the end. Yeah, it's loaded. Mm. Loaded, loaded with heart. But I like how they set it up with Apu just being so reluctant to this idea and having him enjoy his bachelor life so much and then. For him to come around at the end, um, and they really made it, Manjula look like a special lady. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was quite beautiful, really. And even then, we're just like, oh, well, if it doesn't work, we can get divorced. <laughs> yeah. USA, USA. <laughs> Not what he said, but... It, it... God bless America. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, so, yes or no? Yes. 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 All right. Playlist. Um, weddings at the Simpsons house or elephants. just mm. elephants. elephants. Yep. Apu episodes. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And Manjula episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, want to make a separate playlist? Um, um, characters believing they're gods. Yeah. <laughs> Luann being annoying. <laughs> she's, yeah. she's, she's not that annoying. She's in annoying. In, in this one, not so much, but in, in future ones, we, we see the true Luann. Her trying not to be annoying in this episode annoys me even more. Yeah, this is her sweet. <laughs> yeah, sweet Luann. You're just like, oh, stop. Also, wait a second. Why the fuck is she even... Uh, uh, she She's divorced Kirk by okay, this point. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's why because he's standing in the reject zone going, you better oh, have enough right. left over to pay my alimony, Luann. My apologies, yeah. I forgot about that part. Mm. <laughs> Let's rank it. Okay. Chez, kick it off. Ooh, yeah, I no. think... Ah, it's tough. It is. I think I'm going to go gold. Yeah? Yep. Um, cool. Reasoning being, I think it was really quick moving. Mm-hmm. I think... The B story was as a B story should be. It yep. was short and sharp and funny the whole way through and not particularly relevant, but it's still tied in. I think uh, Homer lines in this were just incredible. Yeah. Again, short and sharp, even though it wasn't a Homer-centric episode, but the Simpsons themselves really supported the story well. Mm. Um, and I just really enjoyed it. Yeah. Cool. Gold. All right, BT, what do you think? I was sitting on a, a, a gold zirconia... Um, and I'm just trying to feel out where my guts are going. I think I'm going to go with a cubic because <gasps> I... It's a big call for me. I you. know. And it's tough to say because uh, like you'd easily say gold because it is a little bit lighter on the laughs. But I do think this one has such a great structure. And I really like how mm. the B story organically breaks off and then organically comes back in again. And mm. I think 
it's one without a lot of fat. There's not a lot you could trim and be fine with. True. Um, because it's all just carries over and is essential to the plot. Um, yeah, I, I, now that I've said it out loud, I have no problems with that. So unless I blurt out uh, my own objection later, I think I'm going to stick this at a cubic. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. And I'm going a gold as well. And i got to say, I was actually on the border of silver before oh, really? we were talking. And I actually talked myself up as I've been noticing actually... Yeah, there was amazing fluidity to this episode. Mm. Yeah, that's what I really like. I really like the story in this one. And I love the structure of it, which is what's pushed it over the line for me. Yeah. yeah. But for me, what bumps it down from cubic to gold is, um, yeah, a bit lighter on the jokes. And there's a few, like, uh, like just weird bits about it that you sort of go, hang on. But uh, ultimately, it's a fantastic episode and totally recommend. And being important as well for changing the continuity of mm. the show that it didn't uh, fuck it up. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, it did a character-changing thing in a time where they'd probably be criticised for doing that, and yeah. they, they nailed it. Yeah. Actually, actually, I'm going to put that as another feather in his cap. It uh, Yeah, it doesn't reset to zero. Yeah, yeah. But, um, that about does it for The Simpsons Index, episode 41. Thank you, Sheridan and BT, for joining me in the tank this evening. Thank you for joining me in the tank this evening, Elliot J. O'Neill. <laughs> I've been shirtless and fat. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly topless. <laughs> topless and all right we're gonna go hit up newtown's most um exclusive bars and restaurants Um, under twenty (laughs) dollars if you see us there say hi oh wait this isn't going live anyway i've been your host elliot j o'neill thanks for listening and that's all the mustard in the house oh god i the index we have made thank you for checking out the simpsons index podcast Don't forget to go to www.thesimpsonsindex.com for the spreadsheet and information about upcoming episodes. And for today's extra content... All right. And uh, yes, thank uh, the the. What do I usually do here? Yes, and this is The Simpsons Index. And, uh, what is this, episode 41, and you forgot yeah, what you do? Yeah, still don't know how I do the intros. <laughs> Lime, please. Spice. <laughs> Could be biting back as much laughter as you have, but just still failing. Being a professional, eating as much laughter as possible, but still just. I'm going to the one place that has not been corrupted by capitalism. Spice! Spice! <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, podcast listeners, just so you know, we're actually starting off the drunkest we will be uh, and we'll move down as we go. Yeah, because in a very un-Australian move, all the bottle shops are shut today. What, mate? What, fuck? And I was the only one who remembered to visit the bottle shop yesterday, so more cider for me. <laughs> Funnily enough, I think I'm the least drunk here, however. Hey, I visited five closed bottle shops today, so <laughs> yeah. I put in he the did. work, okay? So you yeah. tried. Yeah. I've done five times as much work for five times less results. We, we tried our damn It's kind of like how Jesus, when um, he went to visit five inns on his birthday, which is Easter... Yeah, and then so uh, the, 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 the keep going, keep going. The cashier denied him service. a bank loan. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ was denied a bank loan. Hey, we broke Elliot. Nice work, man. Uh, sorry, so, comedy is often just what you're not expecting. And <laughs>
<laughs> Jesus apostles slipped the innkeeper a 20 and they all came out and sung happy birthday. Mm-hmm. And got him a little carrot cake. <laughs> we should have just set up at the pub and done it there yeah. today. Honestly. Yeah, it would have been fun. Mm. Pub Whack. Sorry. Whack. 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 That is whack. Whack. <laughs> That's quack. <laughs> no, when you're a penguin, it's whack. This is the Simpsons Index, and I'm Elliot J. Wah. Duck. Oh, that's <laughs> oh. Let's talk about the quackiness. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> 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 All right, take four. Wackiness. Quackiness. Um. <laughs> and it'll be season 13, Sweet and Sour Marge. We will be back. I'm looking forward to Oh, is it the one, one where she gets like flashbacks to when she killed that guy? No, 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 no. Oh, man. No. Which when one is it? You were thinking of a different show. When different episode. Different show. Hmm. Marge has never killed anyone. So, guys, what, what did you think? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was quite delightful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh, you should be. Wow. You're every mosquito in my bedroom after I turn off the light. Oh, <laughs> hate those guys. The worst. Now, the, all right, what pisses me off is, okay, I'll, I'll, it happened once. I'm like, okay, there's a mosquito in the room. I'm just going to lie still and let it get full and then leave me alone. Oh, no. It doesn't work. They no. never get full. How are they? How? They're tiny. I don't know. And I have so much blood to give. Yeah. Have you ever popped one and it's like, oh, my God, you were a water balloon filled with my blood? Yes, that's where all my blood went. <laughs> Give it back I smashed one once That I'd been trying to catch For about two months And it There was a streak Of my blood Down my wardrobe door That went for at least 30 centimetres Wow Malaysian noodle house Malaysian noodle Malaysian noodle house Malaysian 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 noodle house Malaysian noodle house Damn it Malaysian noodle house Malaysian noodle Malaysian noodle house Malaysian noodle Malaysian noodle house Malaysian noodle house Oh, you know what? It doesn't matter German strudel house German strudel house German strudel house Okay, try going Strudel house noodle house Strudel house noodle house Strudel house noodle house Malaysian invasion Malaysian invasion It's not hard, but it's fun I like things that aren't hard, but fun like podcasting. We are back and we just watched. I'd like to see the episode where someone finally diagnoses Wendell with irritable bowel syndrome or whatever the hell makes him so pale all the time. <laughs> irritable vom syndrome. Vom syndrome. And then he all of a sudden he's like, I can it's function leukemia. as a human being now and becomes mm. a super successful billionaire. They did did. They, they, they did, did do. Did. They did did. I got you. <laughs> Give me land, lots of land, and the starry skies above. Don't fence me in. Oh, that was quite nice. Just pat her gently on the head and say something reassuring like, you're worth every day. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's deep. You old honey dripper. Hmm. Ew. Later, man. Bye. That's how I keep the ladies away. <laughs> honey dripper. Just be hey, you want some honey? <laughs> <laughs> honey for my honey. <laughs> sweets for my sweets. <laughs> Tea for my bag. <laughs> wow. <laughs>